It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? You sound tired. <laughs> you sound uh, so tired. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a weirdly long day. What's been going on with you, man? Uh, also a long day. Lots of adulting stuff. Um, yeah. I hate that term, but uh, I had to like go shopping for stuff, and I went and worked out and that's the worst all of that's the worst yeah it's like battling my uh metabolism as i get yeah. older and your metabolism is stronger than you mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, <laughs> it easily wins the fight i'm just i'm talking about me not you specifically i'm saying no, like, i mean it's it is it's like uh that moment and over the top when he shifts his hand you know like you know yeah, you're yeah, gonna, yeah. Uh, the metabolism could beat me at any given moment and um <laughs> I don't make and I, I drink beer and I eat pizza and chili dogs and stuff. So I don't make it easy. I'm like giving him a gun. <laughs> right. we're fight, like we're gonna fight fist to fist. Here's a gun. <laughs> or I'm gonna punch myself in the face. You know, this is I'm gonna make it easy I'm for you. Give you a handicap. Or I'm gonna give myself a handicap. <laughs> give yeah. myself a handicap just to make it fair. Yeah. Um yeah, man. We were trapped, we were frozen in place here and Wichita Falls for three days, Wednesday to Friday. I didn't no work. work. Nice. Uh-uh. But it was one of those things I feel like I can't really, I don't know. It's like I can't enjoy the time or I can't like just hang out. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have to like, I have to like put myself in a self-induced coma. Some people call it a nap <laughs> to like, to not, be over anxious about like not doing things it's weird well and I've, a- I've tried to i've tried to be very good about it this year but uh-huh. previous previous times i've been like i gotta do this i gotta do this and then uh-huh. and my plate plate is full with a bunch of nonsense it doesn't even mean anything so yeah. now i'm trying to like maybe i should smoke doobies i need i'm, I'm like trying to chill out <laughs> take out it's not working yeah that's true um yeah but it, it was like uh i don't know I can hear an echo of myself, by the way. Do you have both of your headphones in? You do. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but can anyway. Just, like the whole time you could hear it? No, nah, it's just so minor. I wonder if I can turn it down. You know me, I have to have it full volume. <laughs> Got them old ears. Speaking of, um, but anyway, yeah, it's something. It's like I was on call. It felt like I was on call. You never mm-hmm. know. I could, couldn't be playing a video game or something because you never know when I'll look. And I've got like 15 emails from my boss. So I was yeah. just like sitting in my chair, taking some photos every once in a while, just sitting in here. Nicole was working see, from home too. So see, I get and I get to the point where and I we talked about it last time, like diving deep into like playing a game that takes a lot of attention. I get to the point where I will get lost in playing a game. And I know that emails are stacking up, and I know things are stacking up that I need to be doing. And then it's just like at this point. I can't catch up today. So right. can't get worse. Today, <laughs> the day is done. We'll deal with it tomorrow morning. That's like future Lex's problems, which is very immature, but what are you going to do, man? It's the end of the world. Yeah. I don't think any human <laughs> on earth has ever set their future self up for success. <laughs> yeah. Right. And those people are millionaires now that do that. So 
No, man. They, they, their parents set their futures. So right, I was like, they, so they're, they exploited someone else. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I had this weird anxiety though, because I had a friend who it was like frozen outside. I mean, we had thick ice around here. Yeah. And, y'all, uh, y'all were very, like, it was cold here. I'm not gonna lie, but you guys were like, I I went to I went to the post office on Thursday, Friday before it had thawed. It almost got in a wreck. Like I was sideways on the road, but I know how to drift, dog. So (laughs) that's all those Fast and Furious movies you've been watching. Yeah, I caught up. Uh, But anyway, um, I had a friend. He he went on Wednesday, like the day that it was got real bad. He was like, "Yeah, they have. Hey, they have Ben Riley. They have Armored Spider." They have all those at Walmart if you want to catch them. Yeah. It's like, are the roads bad? He's like, no, nah, man, man. Of course. That's a trap. The, yeah. By the time <laughs> I got out, they were all gone. They just had the shocker again. But yeah, today I went back because I, I did get Ben Riley. And the only ones I really wanted from that wave was, uh, you know, Black Suit Spider Man and Ben Riley. And I went today. I was like, hell yeah, there was a bunch of them last time. So maybe they just restocked it again. No, nah, man. They just had Hammerhead today. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I don't want hammerhead. I end up. I've got. I've got all of them except for Ben Riley and Hobgoblin at this point. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and Armored Spider Man, but I don't want Ben Riley. I've got the Moffex. I might get it just because. You should have told me you didn't have Armored Spider Man. I thought you had that one. I would have picked it up the other day. Uh uh-uh. uh No. I was just chilling. That's good. Yeah. That's cool. There was a bunch I've of you should have told me. I would have grabbed them. It's so I like every Marvel Legend thing. Almost every toy. I pre-order it on Big Bad Toy Store if I want it. Yeah. They're going to get it last. Yeah. So I get it on there. I secure my spot. Boom. Got it. And then I go and I'll look for it. And if I yeah, find yeah. it, I just go and cancel. <laughs> pre-order. I do yeah, that with so, almost everything. So, I, you know, we've talked about this throughout the week. And it's just like, I don't, I'm not a toy collector at all. <clears throat> I have a few. I have like, um, silver surfer black i have the invincible figures but they're every now and then they're figures that i want like i i keep eyeballing this night thrasher and i keep eyeballing this um modular 90s iron man suit which i know i'm gonna buy it i just Better i just don't know why it's gonna get high one of these days man. yeah i'll probably pick it up next week it's at my it's at my lcs but uh, this this current way or this upcoming wave for marvel legends has a, a you know a couple figures and i was like damn yeah i know i'm gonna buy like i know i love the new warriors speaking of night thrasher and speedball is such this weird silly character and they're making him a marvel legend so i'm gonna get him blue marvel which is a huge one i love that character so much i was like yeah i'm gonna pre-order that but then i was like i just i just pre-order all of them and did i get to think like why why am i doing that the thing is what are you losing you know that's true (laughs) i I do keep most of my stuff in boxes and i could uh you know resell them later on because yeah i have not taken my ben riley out of the box even though i like want to it's just like it's like a weird thing they do they do like so those retro packages those blister packs or i guess that's Mm -hmm. a blister pack they are on card whatever you want to call it yeah they they make it seem like it would really tear it up but the nice thing is it's two sandwich pieces of cardboard Mm. so you slide a knife underneath the plastic on the bottom and uh-huh. bring it around between those two pieces of cardboard and as long as you kind of keep your knife like 
on this side of the print does that make any sense because yeah 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 uh you can just take you can kind of pull pull that apart and pull the actual figure out and then put mm -hmm. it back in there <clears throat> nice i'll do that then uh yeah so i'm i pre-ordered a couple of those figures from that wave and then we didn't talk about it last time but we have mentioned it before that we knew they were going to make a last ronin figure and you know playmates came out with one and NECA also came out with two versions of it. I'm, I'm on the fence about canceling the, the Playmates one. I can't. It looks kind of, it's kind of silly looking. And the mm. NECA one looks so good. Yeah. Um, I might keep it. I don't know. But, but the NECA one looks so good. I pre ordered both versions of that one. There's one that's fully yeah. clothed, and then there's like a sexy one with the shirt <laughs> off. And I told my wife, I was like, listen, there's this sexy version of Last Ronin, and she just, she was just stopped listening to me. <laughs> and then I showed her a picture. She's like, you think that's sexy? And I was like, I don't. But I mean, somebody does. <laughs> I was like, I'm just letting you know, I pre ordered it, and I'm not really sorry about it. It's one of those things. It's like, she knows I'm a huge fan of Ninja Turtles. And so she's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I jumped on the Playmates one because I was like, oh, surely then I don't know why I think this anymore. But I was like, surely that naked one's going to, it's going to be hard to find or whatever. Yeah. Thinking you still that it was going to be to this day. Yeah. Thinking it was going to be an exclusive or something. But <clears throat> anyway, I was like, I don't have any more Playmate stuff. And it does look like goofy. It so. looks really goofy. Like, some of the playmates stuff like i i do like the old turtles that are just like the basic turtles mm -hmm. and that's just the nostalgia in me or whatever that that you know it's the reason why i like those they haven't changed the way they make figures from then mm -hmm. <laughs> so if it's like eh, it yeah. looks kind of goofy I, I might still keep it though i don't know we'll see yeah if they had now if super seven makes one i might that's get that that's what one. that's what I, i'm hoping for too and so I'm a huge fan. I got those pre-ordered. There was like a weird McFarlane drop today um, <laughs> with some obscure characters. They have this great Batman from the Dark Multiverse, which is Duke Thomas. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the design or the figure itself, but I do love that character and like sort of the story that was behind it. So I pre-ordered that today. Yeah, yeah it looks uh, pretty cool. Did you get uh, the sperm actually, Joker dragon? No, that thing was weird. Then they had the Batman of Zenra Zenra R. Uh-huh. Which which I like him, but he doesn't have a mask. So I don't know if there is a masked one. There is. So that's the gold label. Like they <clears throat> that's a weird thing. Okay, so with Marvel Legends, they cost like $25 now, but you get extra hands, you might get an extra head, you know, you get other yeah. things. Mm -hmm. McFarlane keeps their costs down to twenty dollars by making a figure that you might get an accessory with yeah but it's just going to be your basic figure and then they release another one with like a different head yeah so that's stupid <laughs> yeah and they don't cost anymore because they have the same body they just change up the head <laughs> yeah stupid i do like that batman it is silly um but I, I i i like silly stuff we talk about all the time but yeah so i've been on this like spiraling of uh, buying figures and i'm like i need to stop man but then again it's like i don't know these it's not like i do i buy everything and these are certain figures that i, I do like the, the characters and sort of the whole uh, world behind so i am on a binge but I'll, I'll probably stop soon i think if you if you don't get stuck in like build the figures yeah. you'll be fine that's really yeah unless you start 
but I mean, <clears throat> stuff that I really, I don't know. I, I buy aftermarket. So like this X-Men wave, I almost, I had everything pre-ordered and then started canceling stuff. Cause I'm going to have a Mezco uh, Wolverine. That's going to be like the tiger stripe. He's got several different heads. Like it's fine. I don't need another Marvel legends Wolverine. Yeah. I have a shelf full right here. I, you know, I talk about my wife and, and how she yells at me and stuff, but I'm always joking because um, I was stressed out about it. I was like, man, I don't want to start collecting toys, but I do, you know, I want these things. And she was like, I, I don't, I really don't care, you know, what you do. Like, it's not a big deal. As long as it's like never a thing where it's, I'm like hoarding things. And I'm like one of those people that was like a dickhead to their family. Like, don't go in my room. Don't, I'm not, you know, I'm never going to be like that. And I have comic books all around the house. Mm. so i'm just like oh that's cool whatever she doesn't care i don't care we're not in credit card debt so yeah everything's <clears> all aces here <laughs> well and so i i, I was at gamestop today and they had a gamestop gamestop exclusive cover for gunslinger spawn which me i mean it's probably nothing but yeah. i was i almost picked that up just because i was like nope slippery slope nope 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 <laughs> yeah yeah comics is a slippery slope and i've already i already tasted that uh that sweet sweet hair <laughs> <sweet>. on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well it's like i have a couple of long boxes that i was really into it for a while especially with ultimate spider-man but i quit because of how expensive it is when you're spending yeah. like 20 30 dollars a week which is really stupid when you think about how many figures i buy but yeah. uh, about 50 dollars a week which is <laughs> trust me when i get to the register i'm just like oh from the fat man yeah but I have the ability to resell. Like I, I don't, you know, I only I don't go and I don't buy things off speculation or anything like that. I only buy things that genuinely interest me. And if it happens to get, um, I, I used to not do this, but my wife, you know, convinced me to start buying two of things that could potentially resell because I don't sell my comic books. So if I do have two of them, then I could potentially sell them. So that option is there, and and I, I tend to buy more back issues. Like that's really my thing. And, and those the price of them those can just vary depending on where you find it and what it is and i have a very you know luckily i have a very weird collection you know it's a lot of madman it's a lot of all red stuff that a lot of people don't necessarily read you know the atomics things like that or night thrasher like i bought his entire run for 12 bucks and it's just like random things like that like i'll see a whole collection i'm just like it's only 25 bucks and that's also only 25 bucks it's really not that big of a deal i'm getting like a bunch of comic books you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's just a, it is a slippery slope i think that's the best way to explain it yeah i find it interesting that there's still like this speculation market when when that almost crashed the comic book industry well i guess yeah. i guess they don't produce as much like the the crash happened because they were producing like a shit ton of the same thing that wasn't exclusive because everybody was hoarding them so they kept overprinting, right yeah 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 that's exactly what happened and then i wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen again and now it's like variants help it uh i think they make it worse and they help it so they, a lot of people speculate on the price of variants but they do make actual low print runs on some of these variants so so that does help with a little bit of it but with it, as long as these movies are coming out and, and are staying pretty successful it'll be it'll be okay but like comic book collectors like me, like I will still go and buy those old books. Like Death of Superman is one of the ones that was supposed to be this 
earth-shattering event that was supposed to be a huge collector's thing. It was a big deal, you know, polybagged and all black with the bleeding Superman symbol. Mm -hmm. But you can buy those things today for $2, like nothing, because there's so many out there. Say what you need. You need I have to a few just of those myself. Start setting comic shops on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Or just buy. <laughs> so we make millions of dollars from the podcast. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to go around the nation and just buying comic book shops out. And just be like, I'm, I want your entire comic book shop. <laughs> we probably need more than a couple of million dollars to do that. But I just want, I want your entire comic shop. Shut it down. Go live your happy life. You're like really old guys that own comic book shops. They can yeah. just give me all of it. They don't want to be there anyway. Yeah, and then I burn everything. <laughs> <laughs> like all the, yeah, all those comics that you know there's a lot of just start chunking just them in burn. the fire. Yeah, just burn everything. So yeah, it, it is a weird speculation. But I'm sure, you know, action figures have the same thing and figures in general. Like, I don't know if there was ever like mass produced, but I think the FOMO plays a huge part into it. Like, oh, I'm missing out on this. Well, there's random there's random figures that become expensive because of whatever reason, like the Abomination Gamer Way uh, Gamerverse Wave from uh, the Avengers game, right? So there's that uh, Abomination build a figure, and his left leg came in the Iron Man from that game, uh-huh. the red suit, so hard to find. So that fig- yeah. people are selling that figure for like fifty bucks, I don't think double I've ever the seen price. That one. I've always seen the blue one. I've never right. seen, I don't think I've ever seen the red one. And it's not because 50, 80 bucks. I mean, people aren't going to pay 80 bucks for it. They'll pay 50 bucks for it for that fucking leg. Like yeah. they don't want the figure. They want the leg. Well, it's the me. same thing. Like you talked about. Um, and it's just like a random things like movies are sort of seeping into that. Uh, the figure world, because you, we were talking about that like green dollar figure seeping, Ooh. seeping in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you were talking about the green goblin figure that people are like oh that's my that's my grail figure it's been my grail i've wanted that for years it's like, it's like you, you, you probably threw it away yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure i threw one of those on the ground like, <laughs> at a at a garage sale or something it sucks because i had one I, i'd yeah. be a, i'd be a uh a hundred air now <laughs> so i mean and and i think a lot of things with the figures and i'm not i'm no expert but like Back when Marvel Legends weren't as popular, they had things like army builders and things that were so hard to find. And you honestly, they could sell them for whatever you want online. And now they're just like sort of playing that like, oh, yeah, I don't know if they control the market. on like, how many figures go where? I'm sure they have to. Well, they, there's also weird stuff because people just want army builders. It's like they never produce enough, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the Hellfire Club or i guess whatever those the guy the blank face guys and then uh mm-hmm. scrolls and then they had like shield agents like no people don't just want six they want like 20 you know yeah, they want an ar- actual army yeah which i think is ridiculous give me you only need like four max yeah five is over overdoing it <laughs> but then again i'm just taking pictures i can photoshop people like some people really do. I don't know. That's me. Some people really want the whole thing because they want it all practical, and I get that. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. Let's get to trending topics. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of practical, let's talk about some trending topics. Uh, everyone's favorite section of the podcast, 
because it goes on forever. And then they're like, oh, those guys also review. We're an hour in already. I, don't... Yeah, I, I need to go back and listen to that. So uh, a couple of notes. Uh, I Again, I was talking about something before this. I thought that I had like a just a long Lord of the Rings scroll of notes because I was doing <laughs> it on my phone. Uh, but we don't have a lot of notes. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and all the rest of the Netflix shows will be added to Disney Plus on March 16th in Canada. <laughs> not, in, not in the United States. In Canada. Uh, still no word on where they're going to go. March 1st, they're disappearing from Netflix, which I think is a crazy thing that, you know, Netflix, it was a big deal whenever Netflix was getting all these shows. Yeah. And and they're, they're not, maybe they don't care. I mean, Netflix, I just got a notification that they're raising their price to like $20 a month. And I was like, damn, whoever pays for this account, <laughs> yes. I, need to, I need to send them some money. <laughs> yeah, let me send you a couple bucks. I need to find out whose account this is and I need to send them some money. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, mom. If you're listening, thank you. <laughs> Blessings. Blessings. <laughs> no, I wish we don't even know our account holder. <laughs> like I don't Jeez. even know him personally. Yeah, it's my mom. My mom knows. You know, she takes care of her kids. Spoiled brat. <laughs> I'm sure she. I'm sure she didn't get the notification because I was logged in and I got it. And I was like, yeah, sure, we're fine. Click. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, problem. So I think they're gonna go to Hulu since you know they just put out Hit Monkey. They have that other weird Hellstrom show still on there. Oh, so it's yeah. sort of the more PG-13 Netflix or net Marvel shows. So I think they're probably going to land on Hulu. I, some people say Disney Plus has this star level thing. I don't even know how you access that. It's called Disney Plus Star, and it's supposed to have like rated R movies. I don't even know where you would go to get that. So that yeah, may be a lie. You have to mail him a picture of your penis. <laughs> yeah, with like a Mickey Mouse ear with Mickey Mouse ears on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to no, I mean you have to like paint your balls black and then hang upside down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you're like that root old creepy Mickey Mouse with the long nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Or short nose, hey, nobody's yeah, judging. No, you know? hey, whatever you got, whatever you got to work with. <laughs> Speaking of whatever you got to work with, the Batman sequel is in works. And this is this is the we're frozen. I you it's like a I know I'm, it's going I'm, in octaves. La 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 la. I can hear you. This is gonna suck, Ted. I'm sorry, man. Um the Batman sequel is in the works, confirms Matt Reeves. And this is the Batman that hasn't even come out yet. Um they, he said, we have started talking about another movie. What do you think about that? Just, some people have seen it already. I'm sure it's, it's great. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. I don't like the... I mean, at least it sounds like it sounds like they're just talking about it. So yeah. it makes me think that this, this Batman movie isn't going to be like... And also, you know, cliffhanger next movie. Yeah, I really hope not. Um I got a weird, I got some weird thoughts about this movie, and a lot of people are saying it's the greatest superhero movie they've ever seen. And I just need to say that from now until it's they're not making superhero movies anymore, every superhero movie that people see will say that's the greatest superhero. It's just 
That's just it. It's going to be the most recent one they've seen. They need to just change it. Hey, this is the most recent superhero movie I've ever seen. <laughs> well, to, to be honest, this just looks like a rehash of Nolan's, and I'm not shitting yeah. on it. I'm just saying it it's the same formula. Like, that yeah, worked, yeah, yeah. and so they're doing the same thing. Like an updated version of that world. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do have a few preconceived notions about this movie. You know, uh, it's it's too dark, it seems, and I'm not, this is just what I'm thinking, seems very Nolan-esque, too dark, a little too grounded for it to be a Batman movie. Matt Reeves says he has no desire to have Superman in his movies or any mm-hmm. other, like, super-powered characters which is weird because a lot of super a lot of Batman's rogues are super powered and just not even necessarily super powered but like over the top. I mean, but you can do you can I mean you don't have to do all that though cuz I mean if you think of Bane, Bane in the Nolan movies, he was a master yeah. t- strategist as we'll discuss later. Like he was like a, a strategist, he's intelligent guy, terroristic. Yeah. But he didn't. But I want to see. I don't want to see Bane again, man. No, I'm not saying. But I'm saying. I know that there are ways like, to do that. But I don't want to see Killer Croc in the movie, and it's just like a, a giant dude with like alligator <laughs> tattoos or cro- <laughs> crocodile tattoos or I think it, crocodile I mean, shirt. There's you know? a, that's an actual condition, though. Is that uh, it's like Harlequinism too? There's an actual yeah. skin condition, and I think it would be kind of interesting if you had like a. Did they, didn't they do, do you remember the Mortal Kombat movie series yeah. thing that came out? I do. The, I think the, the guy that did Baraka, like they did this weird thing with Baraka and I feel like they could do something interesting, like, Maybe. like body modification, but I agree. I think I'm just, I think I'm just butthurt that I want to see Mr. Freeze in the Batman movie. I think, you know, yes. We saw Arnold do it, and it was very corny and very over the top. Even though I loved it, I, I, Mr. Freeze is my favorite Batman villain, and I think done correctly, it could be a great movie. Um, I just don't know about in this world. I don't want it to be like a guy that's going around and just like injecting antifreeze into people's veins or something really morbid. I think that you could. That is really morbid. I feel like you could do it simply with just like he has like. Uh, uh god what's that nitro oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. frozen nitrogen nitrogen oxide no yeah we're, yeah. we're not scientists liquid guys. nitrogen we there we go yeah. liquid nitrogen um if he had like a ni- liquid nitrogen gun but i mean if they did mr freeze like he was even in like batman mr freeze like the the animated yeah. movie i mean that's besides him having like pet polar bears that was the weirdest part, and it was so, it was cool because I was like eleven, but yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. His also, I mean, his whole deal is, yeah. Anyway, yeah. you're right. It's you're a, right. They a, have to. You be, have to have some kind of supernatural, quote unquote, elements to it. Well, and and like we talked about in our Patreon episode last week, shameless plug. Peacemaker, they got. They have something there. Whether you know whether you are a huge Snyder fan and you like your movies to be dark and greedy, they, they're it's ridiculous to say that they don't have something with that model. Not saying purely the James Gunn model, but to just even talking about some of those zanier characters like Bad Night and Kite Man, and for it to be in a in a relatively realistic setting, 
you're on to something there. So let's make yeah. a Batman that can fit into that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's he doesn't like... have to be super Adam West, but like he can be grim, and it's just it's maybe so really annoying to his at him as a character, right? That he well, has to be in this world. It's like that. It's like in Harley Quinn, like that Batman. It's like yeah. he's so super serious in this insane world. Yeah, and they all kind of make fun of him for being a stick in the mud. Like, I mean, it's okay. Even I mean, hell, the old Bruce Tim, like Justice League yeah. and all that, same thing. But um, I agree. Like the the Peacemaker Batman is probably two or three steps away from sixty six Batman. Like it's that yeah, kind of yeah. camp. But for sure, uh, I think it needs to be done as well. Well, and it's mainly because I, we saw Christopher Nolan do it, and I'm and I'm not. Like you said, I'm not crapping on this movie. I'm going to see it. I can't wait to see it next week. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. It looks amazing. But it's also not like a new thing. Mm -hmm. And again, this is from a guy that hasn't seen it. I'm not crapping on it, but it just feels very Nolan-esque. And I just, I need something. I need something new. I need a a, new, fresh take. A dark and gritty Batman movie. Who would have thought? Yeah. It's like, oh, he's starting over. It it sucks. Joker's going to be... My thing is like if they tease Joker in it, which I think they're going to, I'm gonna be like, damn man, this sucks. And I, I I just I know that I'm gonna feel that way and I don't want to, but I just Batman has a lot more, he has a bigger rogues gallery. Like shit, I'd rather see a calendar man. We saw calendar man in <laughs> the suicide squad, but I would rather see like an obscure character than the fucking joke. I'm so tired of seeing the Joker, man. I think Calendar Man, done correctly, could be really creepy as like a detective yeah. Batman thing. Yeah, but again, with it, we're jumping to conclusions. I'm sure this movie's going to be great. I can't, I cannot wait to see it. Speaking of things, I can't wait to see Multiverse of <laughs> Madness. The Hollywood red carpet premiere will be held on Monday, May second, the same week as the worldwide release we're still waiting on our invite and our plane tickets we haven't gotten yet we'll keep you guys updated <laughs> come on kevin yeah come on us out, dog. um which i i like that it's, here lately they've been doing the press release or press viewing like two weeks before mm-hmm. and it just ruins it because the internet is flooded with you know spoilers and people are hinting at things even though they're not saying the exact spoilers and it just kind of takes away yeah. some of it well, and if you have any, if you have any prior knowledge of the comic books, which I don't have a lot of yeah. Doctor Strange, but and any kind of understanding of like, sorry, uh, other stuff that's happening, whatever. Yeah. If somebody drops like a tiny line, you're like, well, I know the exact the entire plot of the movie. Thank you. Very yeah. Much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a a thread that you pull and it just completely comes unraveled. Mm-hmm. Uh, i'm excited to see it i can't wait for kev to to call we're waiting on the call I, I think i missed it earlier today but for us to fly out uh to la to see it we promise we won't act like drunk idiots no maybe, maybe that's the problem because they have like a open bar at these things maybe they're like man those guys drink a lot so i don't i don't drink at movies because i fall asleep i've never gotten <laughs> yeah. alcohol at a movie because like if i just get one i want to pay eight dollars for a beer or whatever it costs. but <laughs> this is open bar though well either way i always think like <laughs> if i drink a beer and then try to watch a movie i immediately fall asleep i feel like if i was with you i could i would be awake because it would be like you and i we could not telepathically talk we don't have we're not 
We just look at each other like, mm. but we know, we know what each other's thinking. But if I, yeah, if I'm by myself or with my wife, I'm definitely, I fall asleep in movies usually anyways. I don't need any help. I watched, I went and watched, I think I told you last week, the death on a Nile. And there was at one point I was like, I wonder if I could just take a nap and no one would, Dude, no one would bother the me. Movies are so peaceful. Yeah. Like, it's just quiet for the most part. Well, yeah. Boom, it's boom. Dark. <laughs> Not super it's super quiet, the, but the it most is dark. Peaceful, peaceful moment of my life is going to the movies. It's like, hey man, that guy brings a blanket and a pillow every time. <laughs> the movies. Yeah, it's like it's quiet. No, because like your your family's paying attention. It's not quiet yeah. in the movie theater, but yeah, I know what you no, mean. Like yeah, people yeah. are like, focused. Like today, I was trying to read the book that we were reviewing today, and like every five minutes, hey dad, hey 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 hey. Same. My wife's like, hey, I'm just like, hey guys. I'm on page 28. <laughs> There's a bit on page 28. Leave me alone. And it's like, I can't really, I can't get mad because I'm reading a comic books. So I talk to right. my friend about all drinking. So it's like, I'm not going to be mad about it. Right. It's just yeah. Like, sort of annoying. Nicole is uh, watching TV next to me. We're looking at her phone while I was reading and she was like, <laughs> like she can't, she doesn't sit quietly and listen, which yeah. is fine. I mean, she, she has the right to make whatever noise she wants. For to, sure. But, she also was like talking to me. She was like 11 years ago. Like, yeah, memories, I'm like, I'm trying to read. That happens too. It's like, maybe I should take my iPad to the movies and read whatever. <laughs> you need to get one of those weird sweaters that has like the tunnel vision. Oh, yeah. I've seen your those. Phone in there or that hat. No, I'll, I'll <laughs> that just long... get tapped on the shoulder. <laughs> that long build hat that you can put your phone in. Speaking of long build hats, Morbius director Daniel Espinosa has opened up about how the movie embraces Morbius as an anti-hero. I couldn't even say that without laughing. The <laughs> most interesting character in the Marvel, the most interesting characters in the Marvel universe have always been those who had one foot on each side, he said. Magneto, Rogue, Wolverine. All the most interesting characters yeah. for sure. And also, and also, like, no, Magneto. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yes, he's a good guy now in the comic books. Magneto's been a bad guy for 87% of his life. <laughs> he's a villain. Uh-huh. Rogue and Wolverine were villains. Not Wolverine wasn't even really a villain, but he was just like a crappy dude who was mind-controlled, and then he spent most of his life teaming up with every superhero team in existence yeah. to redeem himself. And Rogue, her mm-hmm. mom was Mystique. She tricked her into being a bad guy. And she has been a good guy since then. I didn't know that was her mom. Look at you. I didn't know that. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Damn. Ruin <laughs> the next X-Men franchise. So, I don't know, man. Is that always? what? Which arc is that? That it's, excuse me, that it's her mom. I, I might have made that up. <laughs> I, definitely, I think it is, but I might have made that up. No, I mean, fact check, I don't know. Fact check me. It's been, I don't, I don't read a lot of X-Men because it's a, it's a chore. Um, like this current run of X-Men, I started reading it, but it's just so much reading. And it's so many different tie-ins. It's like 13 side X-Men books. But the main X-Men story is just like, I, I need uh, to wait till the, it's done. She's the adopted mother. Yeah, you're right. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Adopted parents, we're out there. We're, we're representing you. Your mom still. <laughs> <laughs> you're still. You're still a parent. Uh, I have zero interest in Morbius. I think it's going to bomb. Not because... And this is not because of my, uh, because I have, you know, I hate Sony movies or anything like that. 
it's just because it, it's a Morbius movie that comes out in between <clears throat> the Batman and Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's just like these two giant movies. And then you're going to put like ah, Morbius, the side character from, that you remember with the weird octopus hands from Spider-Man the Animated Series. <laughs> yeah, because he couldn't bite. Yeah. <laughs> that like guy, he he's to... got his own movie. That was how they skirted censorship. I didn't realize yeah. that. I didn't realize I didn't that's why I did until that. recently. Um, but yeah, so and also it's kind of like they're I feel like they're trying to sell it with Venom money. You know, they're like, yeah. Hey, you remember Venom? That was a weird movie. You didn't think that was gonna be that great, right? And we made a second one that's even worse than the first one, but you still watched it. How about yeah. you watch this weird vampire movie that you don't it's know true. anything about? And the only difference is that Venom Venom did well because of just the name of Venom alone. Yeah. Well, it could legitimately yeah. be just Venom sitting on a rooftop for an hour and a half and it still would have made a crap ton of money. Yeah. yeah. This is Morbius. I don't know. I, I at this point it's been delayed so much. I don't know if I want to see it. Like I I'm more interested to see how it fits into everything than yeah, I am and I to think see it's the writing movie. off I think it's writing off of that more than i think they were very strategic with with putting michael keaton in there we talked we talked uh, about all the time about he michael keaton at this point is just showing up for movies they're like hey man you're the vulture right vulture's in this movie we need you on set and he's like fuck i guess i need to be there whatever he, he was such a good villain now he was and so i think they're using that you know they knew about the spider-man movie like all the connections they're using all the connections to the other movies and it's probably not even going to be in this movie but they're using that as a selling point you know like the poster that has spider-man on it like in the (laughs) the thing yeah yeah Yeah, i think they're going to use all that as a a selling point and people are going to see it out of curiosity i really don't think it looks bad but i don't think it i mean from what i've seen i'm not like ugh not like i was with venom like i saw venom i was like that doesn't look like it's going to be that good but this one doesn't look as cheaply made and boring and jared leto's a good actor see i just i I do think he's a good actor i just i don't think i'm a huge jared leto fan uh, i don't yeah me neither but uh i don't know Eh, we'll We'll see see. see. i will watch it again out of curiosity because i want to know how it ties to all these other movies right yeah yep uh so speaking of movies that i'm interested to find out how they tie to other movies ryan reynolds (laughs) says that he will be sharing a batch of updates about deadpool 3 soon a little bit more clearly and definitively down the road which to me he's recently said in an interview that he is definitely not in dr strange 2 uh i think it's because a lot of these people can't say things about what they have going on after dr strange 2 because dr strange is going to branch out into all these movies. So, sure. I hope he's in I really do. Out of all the characters from the past movies, I hope that he's in it. And I don't hope it's a big, huge spectacle. I hope it's just like a a random, like the, in Mortal Kombat, when that guy would pop out on the screen. That, whoopsie! whoopsie. Yeah. Actually, he it, says toasty. Did you know that? I didn't toasty! Know that. I didn't know I that. Hope it's, I hope it's like that. I hope it's just like a... He's in the background and you they don't even acknowledge him. <laughs> and he looks at the screen and they still don't acknowledge him. And then and that's it. I hope that's in that movie. <laughs> um to me, that's the perfect way to do it. That, uh, yeah. Or if he's killing off all of the Fox X-Men movies. Um, that'd be cool. 
or like Hugh, Hugh Jackman and him fighting. Again, <laughs> no, I don't want it to be a big spectacle. I want it to be like a, a nod, quick panel, maybe five seconds. And that's it. I don't want to see any X-Men stuff in this. Mm. I would like to see Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Chiklis. <laughs> Chiklis. 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 Yeah, I, no know, I know that that's going into something and I'm Maybe. ruining your segue. But <laughs> it's not. Um, what makes, I mean, quickly, just as quickly as you could say it, what would make a good X-Men movie for you? Because I don't think that you, you don't hate the X-Men. You don't hate like the series. So what makes a good X-Men movie? No, and you? recently people have asked me why I hate the X-Men and I love the X-Men. I, I think that my problem now and this is very and me um, and it's not like, even when i say i don't like the x-men I, I tell people like it's not i'm not saying you're wrong for liking the x-men you know i'm not saying it's objectively bad i'm saying to me i don't right, like it right right but um, it is objectively bad but it's, it's okay bad. it's pretty bad it's pretty bad i think the the old movies they did have like a stink of fox like they had mm-hmm. like a you know sony has a vibe with their movies they had a they had a uh a vibe and of like a fox vibe but i feel like it was it took itself way too seriously straight out the gate mm. and you know with the all black leather suits not saying that i want it to be like flamboyant x-men but i just think it took itself way too seriously about the weirdest things yeah and well that was yeah that was right off the the tales of blade which was probably one of the most yeah. successful like non-dc properties and what's weird out. is i love blade yeah but blade but that's is like a, a different yeah that's a different theme you know that's about fucking um, vampires like blade is interesting because it's a guy battling vampires it's not a bunch of weird mutants dressed in leather battling yeah. a frog <laughs> and, and i'll tell you my main complaint uh, people ask me why i don't like hugh jackman as wolverine i really don't have a, a problem with hugh jackman as wolverine i think he did an amazing job I liked, you know, in X-Men 1 where he had the actual Wolverine hair. I feel like they just gave it to us and then was like, yeah, he doesn't need it anymore. He's, we did it. We get it. We can do it. But my real problem with the X-Men franchise is that it is very focused on Wolverine. Yeah. In my opinion, um, the, the x-men is so much more than just wolverine i get it he sells tickets you know he's like venom if you put him in it they're gonna watch it but like cyclops is as the leader of the x-men really got the shaft in those movies and mm-hmm. um, there's so many other characters just i feel like they poured so much money into hugh jagman wolverine that just so many characters just got nothing bishop amazing character i don't even think he had a speaking line um <laughs> yeah, I don't so, so many so many just like one the, scene that i specifically audibly groaned at, and i see all these movies in theaters too so i can't hate them that much but there was a scene in i think x3 which i know that's everyone's least favorite but pyro and Iceman are doing like a face-off uh-huh. where there's like ice against fire Iceman wins and then just walks off screen like he's the first time he goes fully ice body yeah he beats Pyro and then he just like walks off screen. I'm like, that's a little, that's a, a stupid complaint. But th- if you think about Iceman, he's always freaking skating in. He's always got these random roller coaster ice loop to loops. That would be cool to see. Why would he fucking walk off the screen? Like Iceman that? is a, 
Iceman's a really stupid character when you think he about is. it, too. He is. <laughs> like, really I dumb. just, I don't know, there was a lot of dumb stuff that I just didn't like. There were a lot of cool stuff. I At first, I didn't like Ian McKellen as Magneto, but he really became my favorite character out of all of them. Mm. And yeah, obviously, just... Patrick, Patrick Stewart doesn't count. He's perfect. Well, and... it's like, yeah, two amazing actors. <laughs> like, they <laughs> yeah. did a great job. Yeah. And then, don't get me started, and this is a, we need to make this a Patreon show, too, like, I could I could do this for a year worth of episodes. <laughs> um, people love Days of Future Past, and I honestly it makes me insane. Mm. Um, it's such an interesting story that they could have done it page for page as the old story, and it would have been weird, but it would have worked better. Kitty Pride has this new power where she can transport Wolverine back in time mentally. But yeah, but he takes his old body back. She doesn't have those powers. And I know it's silly, but it's just like you have the world's greatest telepath in the room with you. Like, I would like to see a, I don't know, Magneto used his powers to amplify Xavier's. Me- anything would have been better than like, I walk through walls. Also, I have time traveling telepathy. Well, and it was supposed to be Rogue, too, right? Yeah, I'm supposed to be rogue. Because that's so. Then we start on rogue either. Rogue is a that was a terrible rogue. So many things. Yeah. So many, so many different things. What would I don't know? I think um, to do it proper. I don't say you know. I don't think it should be like an Avengers thing. But I'm gonna sneeze. <clears throat> Not cutting that out. I didn't. I didn't block that as as well. And. I think you need to spend a little bit more time with just five X-Men. I know they tried to do that with, you know, first class and and all that stuff, but I think you really need to do no Wolverine at all. Um, Five X-Men. And I don't know how you, I don't know how you do it folding it into the MCU. That's what, that's where it gets hard. Um, But I want to see young Scott and those guys really get into, you know, xavier's school and it can all happen really fast it doesn't have to be like a whole long drawn out thing like what you know okay what would be really cool is that xavier had these original x-men that died that'd be a cool first movie you have these original first x-men that you you, they're great they hype them up and they all die and then you bring in the new class Mm. i don't know uh, i'd have to think about you put me on like saved by the bell yeah with screech yeah speaking of (laughs) speaking of saved by the bell speaking of putting somebody on the spot actor michael chiklis who played the thing which is slowly becoming one of my favorite characters uh he has a current comic run out called the next big thing Mm. and it's it's so good i can't wait till it's done so we can read it and review it i think you'll like it i love this thing off off, off the art alone Yeah, yeah he's a great character man yeah he says that he hopes the MCU's reboot doesn't have a hardcore and dark tone. He said that it's never going to be the Dark Knight. Don't don't try to make it that. Obviously, throwing shade at the 2015 uh, Fan4 stick. <laughs> right. That terrible, terrible movie. And he's right, man. And that's, I think, yeah. they... I, well, I do think Marvel does a very good job at like letting these movies be their own thing, kind of. I know they have, uh, I know they have an MCU you know yeah 
box that they like just put things in but you know ant-man feels like its own movie like they have they let these movies be their own thing so i i I hope they do the same thing with this i agree if they will put them in it i agree well you know so you were just talking about the x-men and then talking about this i feel like those x-men really worked in the 60s because it's you know it's about racism essentially right so it really works then um fantastic four is like an old thing it's old values teamwork like their their whole thing is very golden age it works best you said it before it works best so and that's what made me think about it like i i need to see that brightly colored and and you know yeah i don't know i agree i think it would be cool i think it would be cool and dr strange something happens you know i know it's multiverse and not time travel but something happens maybe the fantastic four and the x-men do know each other you pluck them from that time and then you're dealing with these like sort of golden age corny superheroes in this world like in modern times so you have the fantastic four still being campy you still have the angsty you know um x-men that are sort of like apprehensive on trusting people and in like a more progressive time but it's just like oh we don't trust that i think that could work I don't know if they'll. I don't I have no idea what they're going to do. I know they have a plan for it. Well, I mean, we already can bring in all these old things. Not that I want to bring anything old in, but the idea is that it can be from different times and different places, yeah. right? Yeah. So nothing's to stop them from existing in their own whatever, mm-hmm. and then eventually, when the whole Kang storyline comes to an end, because that's going to be the head, right? Yeah. Uh, they could they can pull them all in as whatever but they can still exist in their own yeah. in their own title in their own universe so yeah i would love to see a fantastic four um pleasantville not necessarily pleasantville but you know like that old school corny vibe movie mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I would, again i would love to see those those characters keep those characteristics and be plucked into modern time <laughs> <laughs> I did see a TikTok today that made me laugh. It was like, I don't know what the sound was from, but it's like somebody's talking and says, and then I saw an, oh, sorry, man, I almost I almost <laughs> slipped up. And the, t- the heading was uh, Captain America fresh out the ice. Like when he sees. Uh, I, saw, <laughs> Nick Fury. Uh, I saw another TikTok or Instagram reel or something that was like, um, captain america fresh out of being for un, you know unfrozen and no one told him about the civil rights movement and it's that hydra scene where it's like uh you know you see that black guy talking to that white guy and he's like whispering and cap if in the context of like if you're thinking about oh. that situation cap looks over his shoulder and he's like looking angry but it, in the context of that joke He's like pissed off at this black guy <laughs> talking to this white guy. And then he just beats the crap out of everybody. It was so perfect that I was going to repost it, but you know, people will get sensitive now. Yeah. The, so well, good. yeah. I just imagine Johnny Storm. Yeah. It's a Negro. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Or, right. you know, no. I feel like Johnny Storm would have been, you know, pushing the envelope back then. They like to get down with all the ladies. That's true. He probably would. You're right. <laughs> Right. Speaking of getting down with all the ladies, Andrew Garfield has joked <laughs> about the outcome of Spider-Man's fight with Rhino at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. He said what happened after that was not suitable to see because it was so brutal. 
but I also have no idea, which I appreciate that part. Uh, I feel like maybe not, because if you think about that scene, it's like a very cheerful scene. He goes down and he does the motivation thing to the kid. Like, okay, I get it. He was a brutal Peter Parker, but maybe not instantly. <laughs> so he goes down and he's like, hey, kid, I'll take it from here. And then he just beats the shit out of this guy <laughs> in front of this little kid. Like, I would actually like to see that. <laughs> well, mate, I mean, <laughs> like, that's, never, that's it in... doesn't take anything to lose touch, though. I mean, if you're actually mad, it takes like one errant missile. Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe we don't want to see that because it would be, like, weird. <laughs> like, he mm. swings in, he's like, hey, you know, it's like a motivational I hated moment. That scene. So hey, stupid. kid, I got this. And then he's just, like, bashing this guy's skull in. Yeah, God, that was such a stupid scene, man. Yeah, it was stupid. His suit looked good, though. That's all I can say about that movie. <laughs> That's a great suit. Yeah, our, our friend Twan, he's like, it's the only hot toy Spider-Man I need because it's the closest to the comic books. I'm like, yeah, but it's like amazing. The movie. Yeah, the movie sucks. Speaking of a movie that's going to suck, it's not even a movie. The production for Marvel Studios' upcoming Halloween special has been postponed from February to March. Not big news or anything, uh, but I'm excited about this. I'm excited to see what these sort of specials that they're going to have on Disney Plus are going to be. Weren't they supposed to have a fucking Christmas special? What happened to that? Christmas shit? special comes out this year. Oh, the okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. So, and it is directed by James Gunn. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Hmm. Especially because we don't really know. I feel like there's such a gap from the end of um, Endgame, and then you got Thor: Love and Thunder coming out this year. There's such a gap with him not being fat anymore i don't know i guess with your ex guardian you could just kind of shut it off maybe mm-hmm. your ex guardian you should know well, you should let us know i mean I, they kicked me out <laughs> it's hard man you need to go learn how to be humble <laughs> what's going on any we talked about some gaming news not a lot going on there was a was there a nintendo no that was weeks ago that nintendo. was a while ago yeah yeah there wasn't really i mean Nothing that I was terribly interested in, except for like some some re-releases, which is cool. I think you had talked about uh, Force Unleashed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which it's like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to buy it for sixty dollars, but if it's like under twenty, I might replay it. It's nice to have I'd get it like that on the go. I'd get it for thirty. I'm not getting it for sixty. No. I'm, not, I'm not. No, that game's that game's fucking old, man. And it's, it's old. Not, it's yeah. not remastered, and it's also on the Switch, so it's not, it's going to look as good as it can be <laughs> on the Switch. So, if they're yeah. charging sixty bucks for that game, they're smoking crack. Mm-hmm. But they the Star Wars the the Star Wars license is really blossoming on the Switch. I mean, uh, and they've been putting them out on a lot of things, but they're retreading that old water. They had Republic Commando, which is fun. I mean, I, yeah, it's a fun to me, game. To me, that's one of the better uh, just Star Wars games in general, but um yeah this week i think this week uh horizon forbidden west and what is it elden ring came out elden uh, ring and you know we talked last week about not being able to play these massive games uh but i'm a sucker for people p- online enjoying these games i'm like damn i couldn't play it yeah i got the system <laughs> yeah i couldn't play it it's kind of a waste of money if i don't play something on my playstation 5 
And but I justified it to myself for now. I was like, I do want to play Horizon Forbidden West, but I haven't beat the first one and I never played the DLC. So it was like, I'm gonna re-download that one because I still got it. I'm gonna re-download that one, even though I guess my save data wasn't there, so I had to start over. But I'm playing that right now. I'm like, damn, this game is fun. It's good. But it's also fucking long. I put in some hours already and I'm like, (laughs) not even halfway there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just got the new one today and I bought it. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm buying this. Video games depreciate. You know what I'm saying? Like, big time. Like, they're buying a car, man. Yeah. Um, So, well, I mean, like, you're going to find that game on sale in June. It's gonna, and, well, next year it's going to be a free to play PlayStation <laughs> Plus game. Maybe. Um, this Horizon Zero Dawn was the PlayStation free. Yeah, I got but it was, free. it was several years old. I mean, that game is several years old. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, I, I'm i stupid. So I traded in some shit and I got it. So I'll probably be playing. I was playing near uh, Replicant and. Mm. I know the twists and turns, so I kind of got bored. My game's kind of depressing, though. I yeah, never played it, it. It just looks depressing. It is depressing. And uh, because everything, like even side missions, you're like, I can't find my dog. Dog's dead. I can't find my son. Son's dead. Yeah, no thanks. And I, found, so, I found a body out on the field. It's your dad. You know, <laughs> like that's play, the whole game. I want to play Eld- Elden Ring, but I also know that I do not like those games. Like, I know that I don't like Dark Souls because it's just, it makes me want to punch something. Yeah. It's like Bloodborne is on the same vein. I know Bloodborne's better, not a better game, but it's better with that uh, sort of crippling. It's more aggressive. Yeah. 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 It's more like hack and slash. Yeah. Not hack and slash, but more so. Yeah. 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 You can play more aggressively. Like, it's not the, the Dark Souls games are about dodging dodge rolling and circling yeah <laughs> um but anyway this seems like a mix of the two yeah yeah yeah. and a lot of people are having fun with it i have seen some people complain about how hard it is but those people also i think i've never played any sort of that genre of game mm-hmm. um but everyone that has i've heard have really really liked it so yeah maybe maybe i'll dive back in but i will i'm gonna wait until i'm done with all of this horizon journey first because i do love i mean i love that whole world so uh i'm gonna wait till i finish all that yeah wait until that game is 30 dollars. <laughs> don't go right at 60 or elden ring yeah don't buy it at 60 yeah. and then be pissed off it's the worst yeah and try to turn it back in i do have gamefly though still i'll probably get that mm. through gamefly maybe nice um they, i sent you a thing yesterday or today playstation apparently has leaked their Game Pass model. They're trying, to com- it. they're trying to compete with the Xbox Game Pass, which mm-hmm. is going to be like a three, it's three different tiers. One of them's 10. It goes from 10, 12, 16. Yeah, yeah, you did send me that. And the $10 tier is basically what it is now. It's like a monthly thing. Basically what it is now, the... the Next tier is like full game testing of new games and things like that. And then the premium one is everything old PlayStation one games, remastered, like all kinds of things. I think they're going to fold in the PlayStation now into that. 
it, the only way that's going to be worth it to me is if like the $60 yearly thing goes away, which I know that it has to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, $60 a year is good. I'm not like instead of 120. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm not paying $10 on top of that every month. Just yeah, for not me either. free games. That, that I don't even play online text. anymore. I don't even know why. Yeah, PlayStation Plus is the only reason I... I mean, the games are the only reason I still have PlayStation Plus. Same. Getting the free games. They haven't been that good. So, I don't Yeah, know. I don't ever play them. It's like they're so available that I never download them and play them. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. At all. So, maybe this is... I mean, but if it's something like that, you know, you're playing $200 a year... <laughs> Essentially, you do the monthly thing with the you know the premium, or whatever. And they would be they would be stupid to be like, oh yeah, and you also have to pay us sixty dollars a year on yeah. top of that. But, but <clears> you know, <throat> companies do stuff like that. Well, I mean, look at Nintendo's thing. Their their premium is now you pay this much more, and you get to play like a crappy version of an N sixty four game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do like a three. I don't know. It's every three months. Do you pay for something? I don't even know. I gotta pay more attention to my with Nintendo draft. Yeah, it's like twenty dollars a year for an individual, which is cheap. But That's then you have is. to pay like forty dollars on top of that for Sega Genesis and N sixty four. Yeah, I can't remember what the on what the have, additional cost is. But have they done Game Boy yet? Uh-uh. That'd be no. cool. They need if they're gonna charge that much, they need to add more but i think they're streaming like the streaming technology they said there's a yeah. lot of lag with like n64 and they just N64. need to drop the, the new switch man switch two, switch up <laughs> the switch two, <laughs> the electric bugaloo yeah it's gonna it's gonna just be like a nintendo wii with the switch <clears throat> yuck <laughs> all right speaking of yuck we're gonna get out of here guys we'll see you next time um I'm just yeah. kidding. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're take done. a second to listen to to Simon's ad, ad. Last week was so good. Did you put that in? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> it was so good, so good. Uh, this one is gonna be even better. I don't, 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 don't put that on me. Oh, so good. You gotta get make it good. Then you make like a bad one. It's uh, just like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Uh, we're gonna take a second to listen to whatever we come up with and we will be right back do you have a podcast a weekly hangout with laughs and just a few alcoholic beverages are you tired of trying to edit bathroom breaks out of your recording well here's your solution podcasting pampers is your way to stay in the game feel a little tinkle coming along just let loose and let three layers of absorbent material soak up your woes they are also great on a hot summer day to soak up that swass. Give podcasting pampers a try today and get back to recording. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for listening to whatever we decide to play in there. Now, we've had the opportunity to have some ads in the past. It's very funny. We had this company that was that was sending me emails like, hey, we need you guys to come to this platform. We think you would benefit. We think we could benefit. And they'd been messaging me for six months. I had looked at it a few times and I was like, man, I guess we could, but I don't, I just don't, it's not that we're not making thousands of dollars. So it's not something that I want to put a bunch of effort into. And then I got an email from them last Sunday that was like, we're closing up shop. I was like, <laughs> damn, 
Guess you really needed us. So, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry we let you down. Um, but this is a section of the podcast where we review a trade. Some people call it a trade review. This week, we are reading The Frontiersman by Image Comics. As I've mentioned in numerous episodes, anytime an Image Comic book comes out with a new number one, I get it. When The Frontiersman first came out, I bought it. I didn't even know who was putting it out, what the publisher was. I saw that first cover and I was like, this book was made for me. Yeah. Like, I don't even give a shit what the story is. This book is made for me. I'm in, read the first issue, liked it. Um, and then, you know, this is where we're at. It's written by Patrick Kindlin and art by Marco Ferrari. I do want to preface this, this by saying the co- so we get advanced copies with a lot of these books. And I will say that the scans for this ad- advanced copy were rough. Mm, mm. So while I was reading some of it, I, I was like, Ugh, I don't like that. I don't like that. But I could obviously tell it was a scanning issue in a lot of them. Also, while I was reading it, the way that it's in the Dropbox, it was all single pages there were obvious two-page yeah. spreads that were just throwing me off and and I tried my hardest to like piece it together but there were there were a few two-page spreads that in this read uh I'm going to try not to hold it against it because I know it was an obvious like scanning issue right yeah same same here so I'm man. just going to just going to preface with preface it with this also, I'm going to read the first synopsis because when I copied it over from my comic shop, our friends over there, this is a weird, a weird synopsis. So Frontiersman, issue number one. It's a classic Green Arrow style adventure that blends the thoughtfulness of concrete in a superhero <laughs> odyssey for mature but uncynical readers. I don't know what that means. I'm sure there was a typo in that. of concrete. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that existential. And I didn't, I didn't really get Green Arrow style from the book either. No, and concrete must be another book. It's got to be. Thoughtfulness of concrete. If you guys know, mm-hmm. let us know. But the book, the real synopsis, I, I thought about taking that out, but I thought it was such a odd intro to this that i wanted to leave like, that's not a, that's not a real sentence so the frontiersman is coaxed out of retirement by an environmentalist group only to find that a big that being a spokesman makes him a target for old and new enemies alike that synopsis makes perfect sense can i say something real quick i'm dumb yeah. i read co coaxed as coaxed and i was like oh yeah frontiers coaxed <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, coaxed I, I a lot of times Simon and I talk before the the episode and I say I hope you didn't hate it and Simon lets me know if he did or didn't. I did say that this time, but I cut him off before he could let me know if he <laughs> did or didn't. So I'm interested, Simon Frontiersman, issue number one. Give me your initial thoughts and sort of where you're at after reading the first issue. So as we've said a copious amount of times, uh, pretty much any time this is brought up, I love being dropped in. And yeah. uh, this doesn't space that all of these characters have existed. There's a universe behind them. They've existed and they're retired. Chef's and, uh, kiss. Yeah. I love, I love that about it. Uh, this is a tough old man. Um, 
you know, he just kind of exists in the wilderness. I love the back and forth with, I guess, his daughter, or, or he's always on the phone, which is kind of funny. Yeah, it's two different characters, though. He's always on the phone with Claire at the beginning. Right, Claire or his daughter. One of the Yeah, two. you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But you do know that he, he does see Claire later on, and then he acknowledges that he's talking to his daughter on the phone. Yeah, Um but I just love like he's just this kind of a cranky, cranky dude. He talks about some of his old adventures or whatever. They kind of mention he's like the Unabomber. <laughs> like he just lives in this. Well, it's, it reminds me of conversations we have. Not saying you are like the Unabomber, but like both of us, um, where it's like these crazy, crazy things. And you're like, and either one of us is like, you know, doesn't sound that bad. And you're, and then the other person on the phone's like, ah. I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like he's just alone, and and you and I also also talk about like also always not also also always also. Ta- always talk about like just getting out and being in sort of that situation away from yeah. everything. As a person that has zero survival skills, I talk about leaving society a lot. Imagine <laughs> to my wife, and she's like, "What would we do out there?" And I'm like, "Honestly, I have no idea." yeah but i've seen enough movies to know it would be hard <laughs> just uh, and i mean going back you know when you said looking at the cover when you sent me like what we were looking at i was like ah man you know got yeah. this old dude with like a fringe jacket like a, a grizzly <laughs> grizzly adams type with the coonskin hat like a oh the coonskin beach. hat is what i think makes it perfect because it's like a cowl yeah it's, it's like a futuristic coonskin. <laughs> yeah uh it's great um it's a lot of fun but yeah you get a lot of history there but it doesn't you know like you like you said in the synopsis he's this guy's just in his house he he smashes in the window because he's ready to he's ready to fight you know he's on the defensive all the time and it's just this hippie kid that wants him to hang out in a tree um to keep the redwoods from getting chopped down essentially um but there were some confusing i love you know these panels where he's kind of talking about his past uh and we get these quick panels of weird shit that uh, weird adventures he's been on things like that um which is pretty cool and i love like like these weird as he's talking to this guy and he's and uh he's asking him questions about the redwood force and everything like I love how the locale changes, you know, like he's envisioning being in the middle of the forest, which is really cool. Yeah. And this is also one of those two-page spreads that just out of the gate, I was like, ah, I wish I could see it side by side because it's, he's talking to the environmentalist where he's like, don't be dramatic. And then they, at the bottom of that page, it's a flashback. Yeah, the conversation is also in the next page where it's it's a two page spread, but we're getting it as two separate pages, which kind of sucks. Right. And I'll tell you this one little picture of young frontiersman. I didn't like it. I only like frontiersman as an old man. Like which young one? Like no beard? Well, that one and this one where he's got like a blonde beard, like he's still he's too young. That one's not bad. I like that one. I don't like the, the no beard one. Yeah, the no beard or like the goatee frontiersman. Yeah. Not a fan. Doesn't fit. No, I wasn't a fan until issue number four. Then I was like, my yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That is your old man. But oh. the, 
it, it's kind of funny because we get these weird characters that are thrown in like uh, you know the the hippies like you know we want you to we want you to be on this platform in the redwood forest or whatever and then we get this other these like sleazy corporate types that are heads for the logging company that want to cut down all this shit they're like at a football game just talking to each other about how they want to chop down forests like that's all they do in their free time yeah and that almost even though it seems like the focal point of the the book it's not like yes it's a it's an important part but it's like you don't know why they want to chop it it's just it does it becomes like a background and it seems like it's gonna be very important but it's kind of nice it's more of a location yeah it's uh goofy for sure i do i do like how they name drop all these characters they're like oh doctor this and this and this and it's like again we're dropped into this world with these established characters and although we don't know them it's exciting to just think about these guys have been around forever Mm -hmm. and they talk about modern superheroes how they just do it sort of like celebrities where they just tweet out things and things like that. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, this does have a lot of um, kind of modern take, or like not modern takes, but hot takes on like modern society, especially in 2019 when this took place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, there's a lot of political jargon in it. Yeah, it's it, it tear, tearing down statues, of... being kind of snowflakey a little bit, like being activists in name only, in Twitter only, you know? Yeah. And I also like how this guy is like a big white guy. You think automatically conservative, but he's the total opposite, we, yeah, which we learn. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I gave to all these causes. I still yeah. give to all these causes. He's yeah. like, I got it. And he always says, I got a streak of hippie in me, <laughs> which is, I thought was one of my favorite lines of the entire book. Mm. Um, but then he goes in and, damn, am I in the same issue? It's got to be. Yeah. So, he asked the environmentalist that fi- that finds him in this secluded location that he chose to live on. He's like, how'd you find me? He's like, oh, Dr. Umar. And then we started to pull that thread on like, oh, now we're going to get, I love it. I love being dropped in and instantly getting the background thread. You know what I mean? Like, they're, oh, we're going to get some more characters that we talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point, he's like, how are you? You're off the grid. How are you powering this thing? And he's like, oh, Firen or whatever his name is gave me a piece of I don't know space dust and it's been powering this thing ever since then <laughs> and it's like that whole thing like Batman's rich how come he doesn't pay for everything and just instead of beating criminals up he's like well how come he doesn't just pass that out to the entire world and it's like I don't know the damn thing's probably giving me cancer <laughs> just yeah. like I like that offhanded explanation about it on that note DC pay us because I just came up with it if this hasn't been done before, make you a five issue uh, thing where basically Bruce Wayne puts a lot of money into into uh, Arkham, just a mm-hmm. shit ton of money into Arkham, into rehabilitating uh, insane people, people that have mental issues, and that's the whole fucking comic book is how yeah. how that it could be com- at all. Yeah, how completely different it could be if all these criminals were rehabilitated. Yeah, that'd be cool uh anyway but yeah so i again i i'm with you like when you when you start seeing these extraneous characters get brought in as older people like they've had their adventures but you kind of get to look back at it um yeah like you mentioned before they're retired so he goes up to this guy dr umar and he's like 
He's he's calling him Unicell. Unicell. Yeah. Is Unicell here? He's like, man, will you shut up? Like, yeah, you're gonna give me fired for my job. First of all, Unicell. I want to read that book. Yeah, that shit was cool. We're gonna talk about that at the end of this issue because it's the. I was. It wasn't that I was iffy about the book. I was in, but yeah. what really sold me is I feel like we were also gonna do something similar in our book. I'm not, you know, obviously we did it for not saying that, but we did those. So, fine. so good. <laughs> And he basically says, hey, man, I recommended you because you are that guy. You were, even when we were superheroes, you were still the man of the cause. Like, you were all about environmentalism. You were the, you were the guy that did it. And I love that they go to this, this page. He was like, you remember, I, I don't know. It's like Incredibles, how they, I love that about Incredibles, how they, like, all know each other. And it's sort of casual between them and the bad guys. Yeah. And they're like, you remember, uh borrows right and he's like oh yeah he was the guy that could get the crowd going or whatever and he, and then they start talking about that like a very casual superhero stuff i yeah. love that yeah glory day shit he basically this guy could make people he couldn't make people do anything but he he basically released their inhibition so yeah he could make them like uh riot whatever because yeah. that's in their spirit but he can't make them do anything but this is when we see unicellular man for the first time and i was like that is a killer a killer hate, character design i hate that we didn't come up with that <laughs> it's such a good it's so good man uh it's, it's so like good. a take on the atom and like ant-man but just like in a genius way yeah i, I mean he looks he's like the cell man Monica. i hate it I hate it because it's not ours. That's my that's my thing. That's immediately what I said. And I read the entire uh, encyclopedia thing at the end of it. I was like, "This is fucking genius, man." Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Very but good. yeah, they're fighting. They're fighting this guy who can. He has the Galactus helmet, which looks great. It also dumb. Mm-hmm. But come to find out that the frontiersman is basically saying, like, "I don't want to. I don't." I, I don't want to go back out in the public because, you know, what if I said something stupid about women working in the <laughs> yeah. 80s? In the you know, 80s, he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know. Obviously, people, that guy said that he wasn't making them right. He was, like you said, releasing their inhibitions. So what if that happens again? And, um, but you can tell it slowly starts to eat at him. He goes to finally see his friend Claire, which I'm interested on in their dynamic. I, I feel like that's his ex-wife. I I thought the same thing. Like I feel but like I, that's his ex. I feel like his ex-wife, but I don't know. But they're talking, and she tells them not to do it because she works at this like cohort, I guess. Yeah, co-op, I guess. Yeah, co-op. and um, but you can tell it's eating at him. Like he's like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, he I'm flat out catch- tells the guy no. I want to catch up on my reading. I don't get to read. I read one book in thirty years or whatever. But then at the end of the issue, you see him climbing up that tree, which I was like, man, this is the perfect first issue. It gave me everything I needed. Interesting mystery behind this world of heroes. Likeable main character. Problem. And this is it. The adventure starts. Also, it ends with like the Marvel Encyclopedia. Marvel did this thing back in the day. DC did this thing too called Who's Who. But Marvel did the Marvel Encyclopedia where it had the character. 
everything about them. And I remember being a kid and just loving reading those. Mm -hmm. And they did it exactly in that format, which I know we were going to do the same thing. Just saying. We didn't do it first, but we did it before then. (laughs) Uh, We get to see Unicellular Man when he was younger, and the design is it's perfect, man. Yeah, so essentially this guy can shrink himself down to a single-celled organism, but can through concentration it says keep his uh humanoid form but like in his head you see like the i'm so stupid i can't remember the parts of a cell but uh Mm -hmm. you kind of see like the dioxide ribonucleate you see the nucleus in his head you see like the mitochondria in his arms and and they just so happen to make like eyes like it just looks like an eye but it's not necessarily an eye if a nucleus finally came to my head in the middle of that <laughs> nonsense that I was saying. But anyway, uh, yeah, you see all these pieces of parts and it's really it's great. Oh, God, it's so oh, good. Oh, man, perfectly designed character. I don't I'm, say that a lot. I really like, uh, with all these, the last panel is like an original, like a guest artist or something. It doesn't look like yeah. the same kind of... Mm-mm, that's what um, I'm looking at, too. I'm looking at that last panel. It's so perfect, man. Yeah, it's cool um but yeah that's I issue guess number that's, two that's issue two what's the cover for issue two you don't see it yeah not till the end you gotta go through all the covers collected okay frontiersman issue two 150 feet up a tree and all over the news frontiersman is just asked asking to be attacked an old foe obliges and he's a cosmic menace to boot but does galaxy prime have a more complex motive for the battle uh so I didn't know what this comic was, you know, going in yeah. to this issue. I had no idea what it was, really, what's going on. We know that this guy had some adventures, but he's kind of an old dude now. And I, I, I can tell you right now, I never knew what this comic was. And, like, even at the – every issue was like, what? Every issue had something that caught me off guard. Yeah. This one especially, like, he climbs up there, he's talking, and then we're in this, like, weird cave – and these these two antagonists are talking to each other and it's basically like this guy's like look at him just look he's obviously doing this on per- like look at him up there he's yeah. just mad that he's like there you know yeah, yeah, yeah. uh basically hey, it makes it you i thought oh this is one of his old rivals this is yeah he's back he's now he's he's coaxing his old rival out of retirement too which spoiler alert not the case (laughs) yeah i kind of thought that too on this one yeah um it is kind of funny he has like a totem pole in there and later he says that he fought like a literal embodiment of yeah that's why i was thinking that but um yeah it anyway this guy's just pissed off that he's like he thinks he's making some kind of statement by coming out in the open uh which he's kind of trying to but not in the way that this guy thinks he is and he also doesn't realize how he also is sort of out of touch with like technology, how the world works, things like that. I'm talking about so Frontiersman. Like, I'm talking about Frontiersman, yeah. Yeah. So like they have these drones that are recording him, and he's just like sort of trying to take it all in, but it's happening instantly. And this book con- continuously ramps up. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't stop ramping up with every issue. Um he's up there, and I, I agree with you. He looks better as an old man with all that on yeah i love that he's like do i just like piss off the side of this thing or do i need to go in this bucket or 
speaking of revving up, it just he's just up there, not even for a uh, page. And then he's on the phone with his daughter. And then you just see like this blue or this purple shadow cast over him. Uh-huh. And then instantly just destroys this glob of something, which is a great scene. But you don't know what's going on. No. And it's kind of his club is so funny. Like it's I figured he had an axe. That was the first thing I saw or I thought I saw. But it's this weird, this weird demon. Totem. Yeah. Club. Yeah. I love this entire page of him like threatening this thing. Basically, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Um, if he was a villain. Yeah. Well, I mean, even. Well, then, yeah. He yeah. kind of explains like he, he doesn't care. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, and the character design is great. Yeah, it's so good. But this whole, I love this page. That's just this like squandrous battle. He's like not doing anything, pulling out his Bowie knife to cut this yeah. weird nebulous form. And he's an old man. And he like tries to goad him into like fighting him. He's like, if you weren't using magic, I'd kick your ass. And he's like, yeah. ah, it's physics. I'm not really using magic. He's like, you're trying to, you're trying to goad me into fight. I'm not. I'm not here for that. <laughs> yeah. And then he just sucks him inside of a weird black hole. Yeah. And then, you know, at this point, I didn't know that this was a villain. I didn't know this was a major villain in the story. Yeah. And I thought he was like, I thought it was another good guy coming to reach out to him. Like, hey, why are you doing this? But no, it wasn't. It was great because he gets sucked inside of him, which we, we do have a, in between them. We do get the, the two corporate guys are trying to figure out how to, to lessen the media coverage of this tree which i hope in the next story arc they talk about why this tree is so important yeah i mean it it seems like a random tree at this point yeah but yeah they're they're basically dealing with like real life like this is what happens like somebody changed themselves to a tree it's like if this happens then we can't get in there because of whatever if uh you know we just need to get this off of this get it out of the news yeah um i the, love these the panels of him the inside of galaxy prime yeah perfect yeah they're really really good the coloring is really great i love that the guy just treats him like a child he treats him yeah. like an old man and a child at the same time he's like yeah. calls him fussy and he just keeps swinging at him no matter what he's just yeah and he's just trying to talk to him in this like existential world outside of reality and frontiersman is like such an old guy or i guess he's just so used to superheroics that he's just like i don't give a shit about it (laughs) you can let me out here and it's just it's great to see man it's great to see that this does it's not like um if if you and i got put into a world like this it would be mind-blowing and we would be like drooling trying to figure it out but he's just like no nah, motherfucker let me out of here this is not yeah. the first time super nonchalant yeah there's some weird shit happening here that doesn't make a lot of sense I, I mean as far as like you see these weird characters in the background i don't know if they're references to something he's talking about some other stuff but then this guy is basically talking about this chick that he dated um ex nilo is it uh yeah, yeah. ex nilo yeah 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 Nahilo. Nahilo. um and he's like i need you to give me your contact and he's like i wouldn't give it to you if i had it <laughs> it's like 
dude, I'm just trying to talk to you. Yeah. Like, it's but I mean, just Dr. So Manhattan, all of his things was like, why, how come he, how, how does he not just know where she's at, though? It is kind of weird. This, but, you know, there's a lot of inspiration here. He kind of talks about being connected to this other, this only earthling that kind of understood. And it yeah, reminded sort of me like, of love. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We're saying the same thing. I know. We are. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, Wanda and, and Vision to me. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, a powered being that kind of had this similarity. Well, to me, it was like um, the Watchmen show on HBO. Dr. Manhattan comes back to Earth just doing his thing, but then he meets Regina King's character and he's like sort of like falls in love with her and gets back in touch with his human side even though he has to like lose the dr manhattan side but yeah. in this he, he like slowly starts to be he even says like i don't know if i was finding myself or if i was just creating myself from scratch which i thought was really cool it's like a reverse dr manhattan sort of yeah 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 but again i feel like if he could pinpoint where frontiersman is there has to be a reason why and it threw a curveball because he's like i'm thinking okay they have a child the whole time i'm like he's trying to find his kid maybe the kid's ultra powerful so he's blocking him so i was like okay that makes sense but then he's like listen man they relate to each other I'm like yeah i went through this thing with my ex-wife i didn't know my daughter for forever i understand i still wouldn't give you information but i'll try to help you out if i can uh, and he's like no i'm not trying to meet my kid i'm trying to introduce my yeah. kid to his mom when we met our love was i don't know so weird that i birthed the universe inside myself so weird yeah birth the universe not only like a a galaxy yeah but that galaxy then produced life and so it's not just like one person it's like a planet like, somewhere. Yeah. yeah this her child is this existence that we created yeah, in between that story, we get this call to the these corporate guys basically call like this mercenary um, and kind of talk to him about like, hey, we need you to go do this thing, kind of get the frontiersmen out of that tree and like get the get them off the news or whatever. And uh, when they say the name frontiersmen, the guy's like, I'm in. Doesn't matter. I'm yeah. In. Yeah, because at first he's like, who do you need killed? And they're like, we don't really need them killed. He's like, you're calling me to beat somebody up? I'm too busy. I'm not doing that. But then they say Frontiersman, and he's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. His name is Trayfoil, Tray- I, Trayfoil. I imagine. That's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this guy, he looks like a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, pencil-thin mustache. Yeah, slug back hair. But yeah, and then we get into the whole... Um, bonding moment about the, the child and stuff like that which i thought was a great twist of him saying like oh no i'm trying to introduce our child to her yeah which was and crazy I, and i love that he does have the number of alani the yeah lady, ex-nihilist um, and he does call her which i thought yeah. was cool but it just shows like we do we have the intro to this character and he is sort of brass he is good but it's you don't know within the second issue but you also see like yeah he said he was going to do this and he did it so he is a good character yeah i mean he's he 
he he is empathetic to yeah. a lot of things not not just them not just the forest but now to this galaxy dr manhattan type trying to find his kids so yeah super villain um yeah i did and then we get a we get a encyclopedia about that character which is great i like how they take pictures from the book but then they also add in as well i'm sorry uh yeah and it's funny that this guy he's just a guy you know like this is your warshack dr manhattan i don't know how to describe it like it's like the batman i mean the group yeah he's just a dude with a wooden wolf-headed stick he's good at fighting and he was swinging his <laughs> swinging it around at this like galaxy this weird black hole man so it's just yeah this weird dynamic and also they didn't have the justice league their group name was the bold travelers bold traveler kind of cool they also describe uh, another character that was in this book the lance she was uh kind of part of this villain thing but, this looks great it's a great looking villain man yeah a lot of legs yeah yeah basically they give a background on her like it's her family it's like a family of villainy yeah, yeah she yeah. was born into which is cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she has this giant rocket powered lance it's great <laughs> yeah it's cool uh yeah it's got like a it looks like it has an oil filter glued to the side yeah it's freaking great man all right frontiersman issue number three as villains conspire against him behind the scenes frontiersman frontiersman battles a lunatic in front of the world a live on camera fight to the death with former hero gone rogue there is no place to hide again this book steadily ramps up and every issue i'm like well what mm-hmm a lot happens in this issue too. Yeah, I feel but... like the the eco the environmentalist projects that he's backing, he didn't do a lot of research on. Right. Yeah. He has to hang these flags. He's like, I'm not a propagandist. But then the flags are like deep ecology now, climate consciousness. Yeah, they're really goofy. <laughs> Yeah, it's so stupid. Which I think is, you know, is supposed to be that. But we, we, I don't know if this guy has powers or not. I love the ambiguity of it, though. Like we don't know who has what powers or anything like that. He's got some guy. He kicks a damn car. He kicks a car. He kicks a car. He's got to have super strength, at least. Um, beats the crap out of this guy in his car. It's basically to to build the spectacle of him going to get the frontiersman. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting thing because he seems to have some goodwill, but then he makes it obvious that it's yeah. not just for goodwill. Like this yeah. guy, Trefoil, we're talking about Trefoil. Uh, Trefoil is like at this chicken restaurant and he sees this guy abusing his girlfriend or wife loudly in the middle of the parking lot and kicks the whole car over and then rips the dude out and makes him throw up, kick, punches him in the duodenum. He also listens to a lot of right wing propaganda, like Alex Jones, yeah. lizard people stuff, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, 
Well, and I love his, uh, he has a good point about it later. Like it's. Yeah, 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 for sure. Pretty funny. Um, it's more of people try like people in the frontiersman frontiersman's life trying to talk him down. Like, hey, man, what are you doing? You should stop doing this. Please leave. And he's basically like, ah, oh, it's only gonna be a couple of days. It's only be a couple more days. And uh, then just shit just keeps getting attracted to him. Land the lands. So the the main boss, the winged boss, tells the lance to go get the bear, which I thought was cool, ominous. But then I thought it was even cooler when the lance meets the bear. Yes. Yeah. Because it is a giant bear at first, but then you see it's like sort of this symbiotic creature. But as it progresses, it's not even like a symbiotic creature. It's like an embodiment of an old god. Right, it's like yeah. this abstract like thought. It's a Cthulhu-esque god, the yeah. Shalgoth or whatever they what he calls himself. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And it's cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. I was trying to figure out what it was. Bears are a very spiritual thing. Like uh Yeah. So I was dark, trying to figure it out too. Well, the Dark Tower has like its own weird shardick is its bear god yeah. robot thing you know that's like it's, it's weird and then isn't there one in the x-men is there not in there a demon giant bear yeah demon bear yeah weird and all the while frontiersman is i can't even remember his real name emmett yeah something with a some regular white man name he uh <laughs> he's just living up in that thing trying to build the tent i feel like anytime he's by himself he's just doing the most normal thing yeah he's just trying to read he's trying to read some uh cormac mccarthy book and i love that the guy downstairs the eco the environmentalist is like hey man i want you to know that the police said a terror threat is on your way and he's like this is where it goes from like being an old guy that doesn't care about superheroes anymore to where he's feeling himself again Mm -hmm. you know he's back in the suit he's feeling himself and he's like I don't care about terror, man. I once fought the personification of eagles. He's like, <laughs> I love you that. You fought an eagle, man. You fought an eagle, man. He's like, no, it wasn't the eagle. It was the thought yeah. and the whole concept of eagles. <laughs> yeah, I punched his totem. It's like that's that's my level. I'm not worried about that. So I, for me, it felt like an old man, <laughs> like an old man putting on his old high school letterman jacket, like he's feeling himself a little bit. Yeah, I really love that. It's like, nah, man, I'm saying he was all eagles everywhere <laughs> at all times. Everywhere. Yeah. I punched a totemic embodiment of an idea. Which that's really not the great. first time he says that all things of all time. Cause he was like, uh, whenever he's fighting Galaxy, he's like, Where'd you get that club from? And he's like, Phyron gave it to me. He got it in the next dimension. It's all clubs from all time or something like that. Or he's like, what tribe is that from? He's like, it's all tribes from all yeah. time. He's like, that's what this club is from. Yeah, but like, that's, they, that's perfect and silly. He says, I bet he got it at a gift shop or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe. Um, like, but I still got a club. But that's the, and I, I love that because it doesn't really need to be anything else. Right. They that's the thing. It's like if you spend too much the it's the part of the reader to figure out or have fun with their imagination what that is, you know? 
It's really just a part of the character design. It's just a claw. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, if it needs special powers, then you can explain it. But at this point, it's just fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get this guy. And he basically blows up the truck he was in, Trefoil. And, just to uh, get his, just to get Emmett's attention. Yeah, his attention, and I guess the authorities in that area. And then he swings up to the platform. I'm getting relationship vibes from these corporate men, though. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like they're having I like real out deep throat and hot dogs. Yeah, I like it, man. Like I like it when I just like it. I feel like they didn't even mention it. They didn't say it. It's just like a thing that's just part of existence, and I, I love that. And um, but they're stressing out because he's like, "Hey, did you did you tell you his plan?" He's like, "No." Mm-mm. That ain't my problem. I just I just hired them. Yeah. The artist in these books, and I sometimes it doesn't seem like it's the same, but they they have this great thing of creating this hollow eye effect. It's really creepy. Um yeah, it's they I do exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it's it's to to both effects. Like sometimes it's creepy, sometimes it's not. They'd use it a lot with uh, uh frontiersmen, but they use it right here with Trefoil, and he looks dastardly. He looks very scary. Because you have to know, Ethan is his name. Mm-hmm. You have to know that he's a bad guy. Yeah, but they instantly just start fighting. Um, and it's and- more of that getting dropped into the story. Like, you can tell they have history. At this point, we don't know what it is. Right. They're but I love their fighting, too. They're yeah, I love their dialogue. Uh-huh. He's like, it feels like I just ran to an old friend at a supermarket. And I just like how I love how no nonsense an old man shit talky frontiersman is. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I got a lot of questions for you, and he headbutts him. Ask the broken teeth. And he's just like old man shit talking up. And he, you know, Trefoil's like, We're friends, man. We've been friends forever. What do you call this? This back and forth. This, and he's like, you can call it whatever you want. I don't call it nothing. <laughs> and they just like fight each other. But then you realize, then you learn that they really do have this deep, connected Batman and Joker style relationship, which is really interesting because it's like to they use that same sort of relationship, but they completely take it out of that Dark Knight Joker, you know, setting and then make it about like an American thing. Like you were talking about at school whenever he explains why he listens to that crazy right-wing stuff. Yeah. Well, it is kind of interesting because it doesn't really, it's like the way that they're talking to each other doesn't seem that mean though. You know, they seem like contemporaries, but they're like really fucking each other up. That's what's weird. It's like, they are really, he punches them full force in the balls. You know, it's like legit on live TV. Yeah, it's just super weird. Yeah, and he's like, man, they. And this is where this is a double page spread that was hard for me to follow. Yeah, because it's all off colored a little bit. Yes, this one I didn't know. I didn't know if it was uh, full. Uh, yeah, full page. The only re- the only reason I knew that is because there's a page, there's a panel where he's holding a gun, and then it shows like the next page. It has the other side of it. Hmm. And then I started connecting all the dots, but I was like, oh, that's too much work for me to try to piece together these panels and these words. So uh, I'm just going to keep see. going. Let's see. Yes, this particular section of where he's kind of going through the history 
uh like it's very, history it's very batman you're you wouldn't punch a guy with glasses would you <laughs> like the dark like when batman punches jack nichols joker oh yeah or i guess he didn't say that when he was hanging upside down but whenever he's hanging upside down that whole speech and i guess heath ledger and batman did the same thing didn't they mm. yeah kind of well this whole thing is like it's a little hard to follow but trefoil is basically he's kind of like the winter soldier slash captain america kind of like the comedian mm, yeah a little bit too he was a good guy he was on the team and then he's got aggressive and then stopped giving a fuck and just started killing because that's what he was hired to do well and also it seems like he was kind of preserved at one point because it says he's one of the earliest superheroes and they find him in the mud in the amazon like i don't know yeah and then also yeah that makes me think about like well i guess yeah i guess that so him and frontiersman worked together they were both young Mm -hmm. frontiersman is older whenever they find him in the amazon or whatever he's older and then they bring him back to life and then he's sort of like messed up because of that so yeah it is very winter soldierist without the brainwashing yeah uh these other characters are really interesting too like this weird eye ear guy i don't know these extraneous characters are funny they don't really make yeah. any sense they don't have to i also love the different eras so you know we go through different designs of characters like i love electric superman you know they have mullet superman black Super- you have all these different designs over the years and i love that they did that with trefoil like he has mm-hmm. a, a scene where he's just like a he has like a sword in the in the flag there's one where he has this super shoulder pad cape yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i just love that that one he's just wearing a jacket i love that they go through all these different eras of him just being these characters yeah one where he's got like the double bandolier thing yeah and he's not killing you know frontiersman's like you never beat me but it looks like he beats him in almost all of these fights well never yeah. kills him yeah beats him but you know he always comes back and and something defeats Trayfoil. So well, and that's why I say it's the Joker thing because Joker always makes the comment like "I need you, you need me, we're doing this forever." And Trayfoil says the same thing. Like we're two people think it's either or, but it's like the same thing. Yeah, like it's both of us. There is no either or. We're all we're it's it's a linear thing. Which uh. Then it just goes crazy because he's like, I am America, which I do. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of cool. I thought this was a great moment, man, honestly. Well, and he's talking, yeah, he's basically talking about, you know, why aren't you listening? Why do you listen to that crazy shit? And he explains why he listens to it because that's what America is now. You know, he's yeah. just keeping his finger to the pulse. And his uh, superhero name, the American Standard, was freaking great. It's like a bad guy name yeah that's great he says i'm america itself and then uh ethan says not my america you don't get a or and then trey is like you don't get a choice like you don't get to choose what america is which is true because like what you want america to be simon and what i want america to be doesn't really fucking matter because it's gonna be what it is you know right right and that's sort of what he was saying that's why he listens to that weird alex jones lizard brain shit because that's what it is Mm-hmm. and before he I mean, honestly i did not expect that to happen 
I well, didn't think he, yeah. Before he gets the his word out, fucking Ethan just smashes his brain in with the club. Yeah. Yes. I I did not think that 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 meant he was dead. <laughs> like spoiler. Damn, alert. I kind of thought he was, man. I was like, damn, dog. Yeah, but he's also been stabbed. Like, I mean, they're both pretty fucked up. I didn't yeah. I didn't think a super soldier would get killed by the tribe of all tribes wolf cane but maybe maybe it, it is that um and then we get to see his because it's, it's very vague his history yeah. like we get it but then seeing this is a whole di- seeing his encyclopedia insert is so different his original name was valor uh richard trisoldi he i don't know if it says his powers i guess it goes into the in the description well, but kind of says that he he was basically like a an enhanced humor a human his yeah. uh, strength was kind of uh, like a superhuman basically like the first yeah. superhuman his name his aliases were american standard and trefoil and i mean it just looks great even his original costume it's stupid it's corny but man yeah it's really great nice. it does say that he tried to stop the the drop of the nuclear bomb on hiroshima and nagasaki and then he was court-martialed for it. Damn, dog. He was a hero. Yeah. yeah. He was like, that's why he says, I am America. Like, because he's the worst parts now. He tried to be the good yeah. parts, and it beat him beat him out of it. So, yeah. Oof. We also get Shogoth Bear. Yeah. Which, to me, is just so, it's so cool. And it only gets cooler. It gets a little wild later on. Yeah. And but I, I do I I ended up appreciating how abstract it was in some in some it, panels. It is so like I mean the whole idea is so strange. Yeah, and it sh- it should be sort of abstract, and it should be sort of offsetting to the rest of the uh, to the rest of the panels because it is sort of like an idea of this elder god. Right. Yeah, we can only see what he wants us to see. Right? Yeah, because there are some panels where it's like a flat cartoon <laughs> later on yeah yeah yeah. and and that is the I- end of issue number three yeah we're on frontiersman issue four frontiersman is visited by another figure from his past an amazonian giant who doesn't care about blurring the line between hero and villain or nemesis and lover light nudity but nothing too explicit some love but nothing too mushy let Woo. me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Yeah. This is my favorite, my favorite issue of the entire series. Yeah, I would say last issue was my least favorite, though I did appreciate the battle. Um, me too. Uh, last issue was my least favorite as well. And this is where at the beginning of the episode, I said that it, it I'm going to try not to hold it against it because I know that that was a big, important mm. two-page spread. And it was very jarring to read it separated for me and yeah. i feel like if we could get it together it would make the book flow the issue flow a little better better but for me it was too jarring and but i did appreciate the big battle at the end so yeah yeah but this yeah. issue very climactic it, this issue really helped sort of add to that superhero world mm-hmm. you know and i feel like it could be even a filler issue, but it was perfect because 
again, it added towards to the history of the world. Well, and and also it's weird because, I mean, as history of the world, it's weird that he's now immediately facing legal troubles. Like yeah. he's under arrest for murder. But he's also, again, feeling himself as a hero again, above the law. Yeah. In and the it's, sense that they're like, hey, man, we got to take it to jail. He's like, I'm not doing that. Well, basically, like, yeah, you need to answer some questions. And it's like, it was on live TV. The guy stabbed me. Yeah, he had, blew up a car. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a little weird. But yeah, also, he basically killed Captain America. Yeah, for, but I like how they explain it like, it's a thing that in like comic books, the good guys can kill people, but they don't ever have to go to jail. Right. Mm-hmm. And this, the police officer explains to him, like, listen, I get it. I get that it was self-defense, but you still got to go to jail. You still got to, even if it was self-defense, you still murdered somebody. Yeah. So you still got to go through all this stuff. And he's like, nah, I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. And all this while he's been talking and he, he has all these conversations on the phone. He talks to whether to text, whatever he's talking to the, the leader of the like protest. He's talking to his daughter. He's talking to another woman, I Claire. guess maybe Claire, maybe his ex-wife, whatever. He's talking to all these people. He's constantly on the phone. Um, I noticed something that kind of made me chuckle. Like this is a grizzled man. Like he's got like a beard, mustache, all that stuff. Shaves his armpits. Yeah, it was it's pretty smooth. I, and I also no like hair. that. I love I love the dialogue of like him going through all these calls. Yeah. And he says it a lot throughout these throughout the whole story where he's like, when did I become so popular? Yeah. Cause like everybody's now showing up to kick his ass. People are showing up from his past. And he's like, I was in the woods by myself for years. <laughs> like, when did I become such a hot commodity? And uh we do get a little dialogue with the bear meeting the um I can't remember his name. I don't know. He reminds me a lot of Devil Man. Yeah, so he meets the main evil character. And they're basically just like having a power struggle back and forth because he's not the bear is not a henchman. It would be like a discourse between Doctor Doom and Magneto working together. Like yeah. they're he's not weaker than the other one. He's just like Dr. Doom is basically like, hey, I figured this out. We should do this. And, you know, the other equally strong characters like, uh, I guess. Well, and he keeps he, so the bear calls him. Oh, yeah, I think he's calling him like a failed experiment, like a weird yeah. conglomerate. Yeah, he says, I'm not a I'm not a failed experiment needing closure with its disappointed creator, which threw me off because where does that where does that come back into play? Yeah, they, I mean, as far as this character, he's talking about this weird chimera of characters. Yeah. You know, because he says, we need to avenge ourselves. He's like, I don't need that. That's you. Yeah, I'm a god, pretty much. I was, And he even says, like, I have cells in my body that none of this ever existed. They were around. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. And again, the more creepy and more weird we see this this creature, the bear, the more I love it. And it is kind of funny because you can tell that, like you said, it's like a symbiosis. Like the bear's just there. The bear, yeah, the bear is the bear just is the, what the, it latched onto. Yeah, the vehicle, so to speak. Um, 
but he gets pissed off because he's like you're gonna call me this and he keeps just calling him the bear i don't know yeah. it's just kind of funny because there's nothing really happens there but um let's yes. talk about what this issue is really about man talking about that giant ass thick ass lady man we do get the the corporate guys we'll talk about that um because they're like now they're freaking out the guy they just sent to take care of the frontiersman is dead so like yo yeah. there's no what there's no wire transfer there's no phone call there's the burner phone like we should be good but there's still if you're in that situation you're still like overreacting overthinking things yeah and, but then they're did like I, listen did i clear I, my browser history oh god I love that the the blonde guy, and I don't know if he says it in this uh, in this page exactly, but throughout the book, he's like, "That's enough weird shit, man." Or he's like, "There's yeah. a lot of weird shit going on." I love that because it is. I mean, this is unnatural. All this shit that's happening about this one tree. These guys are like, "We're just trying to chop this tree down." Now we're having these supervillain fights in the middle of the forest. Yeah, and then. I want to say this page comes out of nowhere. It does, but damn, is it a good page? This giant woman walks up to the tree. This 150 foot tree. And he says, Hey, Bryn. Yeah. Long time no see. And I'm going to tell you right now a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a thick broad, a man. A gorgeous woman. Like, if you're the kind of guy that likes weirdly, uh, I don't even remember the chick's name, Sally from Nightmare on Elm Street. Is her name Sally? Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare, Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. Sally? His girlfriend. Yeah. If you like skinny chicks, that like, oh. hmm. this is, if you're like, oh man, she's too muscular, I'm like, duh. That's yeah. a lady. And the, yeah, the I, I, I don't know what that says about us, but a nice, broad shouldered, strong lady. <laughs> I don't know. I don't give a shit. That's a woman. Uh, I showed it to my wife, and I was my wife was like, that's a lot of woman. Yeah, it's a lot of woman. Man. That's a Lift, lot of woman. You can pick me up all you want. And yes, I obviously have a type because Big Marta is my favorite, like DC chick. You just want, and, sometimes it's just nice to be held, you know? And Big Marta stands like two feet taller than her husband mr miracle i i don't know it's something about a powerful woman my wife is a really intense powerful woman i think that's just my type yeah and i was like there's no and i immediately thought he was very casual with the hello i was like there's no way they used to hook up i don't know yeah. why my my lizard brain went there because yeah i mean it's yeah it, it definitely leads into that kind of relationship but i love that she's like will you invite me up thinking like i don't know i'm thinking she's just making a joke but she can shrink her body yeah i didn't really get the whole breaking his arm thing though well basically so if you she can't the way i the way i thought about it like the way the physics would work she can't like hang on to the side of that thing as she shrinks right yeah and she has to hold so actually she, hold it so she could like jump and then shrink but i don't know but anyway the way i thought is like she's he's basically holding her or maybe she's just trying to be sweet like hold my hand you know invite yeah, me yeah i think it's like a two for thing like yeah. she's a scorned lover which we learned in a little bit but she's like oh help me up she's also like bitch yeah <laughs> at the same time as like I, going up there i do like this these little funny lines like the look 
like the one we read with the uh like basically like the totem the totemic like yeah, personification yeah. same with this like i'll make this quick but you may have like a nanosecond of holding 100 tons like well, i just yeah. i love she's that. like wonder woman meets giant man well what's the what's the giant woman from dc it's kind of uh, gigantic but i don't know if she can change size i think she's well, always big well i mean that's okay i mean it is okay she's another one of my favorites Oof, and, still looking good man but yeah and even when she shrinks down she's still like four feet taller than him yeah which i think she, is perfect she and she's definitely like she has this like her clothing is very loose <laughs> yeah like it's it has very loose like somebody that likes to wear things that are wispy yeah and so you learn that they have a history it's not very clear yet it gets very clear very quickly but apparently she was a super villain there's a great scene where she's smashing through police cars and he's like up trying to stop her but it, he's just hanging on to her i was very <laughs> curious yeah i was trying to figure out what was happening like all these scenes there's a there's a few of these all these scenes are really cool and I love the yeah. way that they're illustrated. You know, they're great. But I'm like, what's happening? And well, see, in the first scene, she's he's trying to stop her. She's smashing police cars, but she used to be a hero. And yeah. in this one scene, she's on the tanker picking up these you know, uh, giant ass they're like what are they crates. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. but I, I also couldn't tell here. I was like, is she knocking that shit over? Yeah. I couldn't tell. I see this come, one is clearer because of the cop car. I didn't notice the cop car. Yeah. Come to find out that uh, they have history, like I said, and she just, she he went off the grid when he quit. Mm-hmm. And she he never talked to her again. And he's just like, oh, you know, I just went to have a normal life. And she's like, no, I fought a dude last year that we both know. And that's again where I like the the whole Incredibles thing of like them being old mm-hmm. heroes that everybody knows everybody. That he told me it's a villain fighting a superhero, but they're having a casual conversation about mutual friends. He was, she was like, he told me that you guys spoke two times in the past, you know, decades. And uh, then it just goes into sort of their relationship about like how. Well, it also goes to like how she tried to be normal didn't mm-hmm. work so she went back to her life of crime but then it talks about their relationship about like how she was a hero because he says i liked you better when you were a hero and she said and then we start to learn it was romantic because she's like but you liked my attire when i was a villain and i was like yeah. this motherfucker man my <laughs> hero <laughs> well and i like that what she talks about like teaming up with other villains too it's like some of them were like baby bitches and then some of them were like crazy yeah um yeah and this is where she says like uh he's she said he said uh you like the way or she said you like the way i dressed back then i didn't start covering up until i spent more time around humans and he's like yeah we're we're sort of judgmental and she says you less than most and he said that in further dialogue he says i always had a hippie streak in me which is my favorite line of the entire book for some reason Mainly yeah. it's because they go through this portal into Themyscira, honestly. Um, yeah, she's like queen of the fairies is basically what they say. Like fairy, like old, old time. Yeah. Fairy. And they they go 
through the portal and I'm reading this with my son and my wife are in, you know, sitting next to me. And then it's just like full butt naked spread of this beautiful giant woman. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like I'm doing something wrong by covering my iPad so my family doesn't see what I'm reading. Yeah. But I'm I- like, and then I'm also trying to read the dialogue. So it's like, yeah, I have to. <laughs> yeah, I was doing the same thing. I was like trying, I was like reading a little bit and scrolling past so I could read. There's a, a dialogue bit. box right next to a nipple where it's just like, <laughs> I got to read that fast. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it there. it's nothing, right? It's tasteful, right? It's nothing it's wrong very with tasteful. it. It's no, just it's not like, yeah. it's not heavy metal or anything like that. Like, wow. Whoa. Hey. Yeah, so she basically, small. yeah, she's and again, she's four feet taller than him, and she he's just trying to do his best. We've all been there. We've all tried to do our best to please a lady, and he's just doing his thing. And she's like, "I've never met a guy that didn't want to have sex with me." But she was like, "Something you did was right." Yeah, it's it like, worked. Not, I, I love that, but none of them understood exactly what that meant. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, frontiersman man he was a hero in more ways than one <laughs> yeah man Oof. but she's not she's not necessarily scorned because he he says that she's pathetic but she honestly was just like we had chemistry like we had a back and forth when we were heroes we did our thing even when we were even when i was a villain we fought we still had sort of a respect for each other and you cutting that part of your life off what is that you know what i mean like it's not even just a scorned lover thing it's just like we were always connected you can't just leave people like that and then he basically says like i didn't think you would want to be with me if i wasn't wearing the stupid raccoon mask yeah i love that Thank which is just... which i didn't expect any of this i was just like what 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 and then she's like men are so stupid and she gets straight up on top of this old ass yeah, pulls pulls her pulls another titty. Yeah, God, the frontiersman, my hero. <laughs> it's so it really is like, I mean, it is artful and it is tasteful for the most part. And it really, as far as this issue, the next issue is a little different, but um, yeah. it really, it's so reminiscent to me of like some renaissance artwork it's always like one breast yeah. out no it looks I mean, great yeah i mean it uh it's the male I mean, gaze, again i showed obviously I, but after i got shocked i showed my wife and she was just like whoa yeah that's blah, a lot blah, 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 boom. yeah so it was great um and her her description is very is very cool too and then we also i love that regionaire is his name and we get a real full look at him and i love that the wings actually come out of his head Mm -hmm. and are arms of their own rather than like coming out of his back yeah and it's funny that it's all redacted it's all redacted which means it has to be a bigger part in the second arc yeah this kind of golden age uh image of her is funny too eight feet tall eight feet tall is her minimum variable eight feet to 150 feet but yeah, this orange, but I, I love that she's just like, again, she's wearing this loose clothes, like this goofy ass image that makes her look like the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. These nips hanging out. Yeah, that's great. 
this other image is amazing though it's so pretty yeah it's great man it's really good yeah here we go guys frontiersman issue number five end of story arc regionaire is his name the main villain that's pissed off of the frontiersman Regionaire's team of villains makes its move and lays siege to the frontiersmen's camp. There's no place to run for our aging hero, only a life and death battle. A violent, dramatic, heavy end to our first arc. Um, that's laying a lot on it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot happens. And I won't say it's anticlimactic, but he goes from being like an aging hero to like Jason Bourne in this issue. Oh my God. It's Jason Bourne. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite, favorite meme. Um, yeah. Right off the bat, basically in this issue, he filmed like a Tam and uh, Tam and Pot. Pam and Tommy style because that's in the news right now. I don't know if you've seen that show. It's pretty good. But yeah. Pam and Tommy style, like everybody's watching them have sex, basically. He's having well, we sex. see his daughter for the first time. No, and not she... for the first time, actually. She really uh when he's fighting Trefoil, there's one scene of her in there. Oh, she's in yeah, she's looking, she's watching in her room. Yeah, yeah. We see his daughter though, and she's with her boyfriend, and he's she's <laughs> like what conversation. What is he doing? He's like, well, he's doing better. He's doing all right. He just had sex with this chick three times or whatever. Yeah. Says um, he says, I can see where you get your stamina, which is something you don't say. say to someone. That's a weird thing to say while you're watching him have sex with a yeah, a full yeah. And then they show his old ass and her just mad again, a woman. She's a she's a she's a woman. She's like She Hulk. I like She Hulk. What I will say, and I, I'm not great at this myself, but all the images of her, she looks great, great, great. But this one where he's like walking, but I don't know if he got the artist, he, she got short on time, but her breasts look real wonky in that one. <laughs> yeah, they do. I, I, I'm with you. I would not be able to draw a naked lady unless it looked like a real stupid six-year-old yeah. draw. I mean, it's, it's difficult. But yeah, they look they, they look a little wonky. As good as she has looked in every other panel. Yeah. This yeah. one. Well, the, the last issue was they put a lot of time into that. Yeah, they're like, we gotta spend some time. People are gonna be sticking this these one, pages together. This one seems like they would focus more on the action at the end. Mm-hmm. And we get to see Claire, and Claire's I don't know. I just don't know. I'm getting the vibe that. That's his ex-wife. I don't. They don't ever clear. They never clarify it. Uh-huh. Clarify it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Brynn is still probably my favorite character in this book, not because she's a hot lady. Yeah. But that's that's why. Doesn't hurt. But she's just like, yo, man, chill out. She's a very Wonder Woman esque, as I imagine Wonder Woman would be like. Who cares? They should be you know lucky they saw us doing what we did and it's just like i'm out of touch with humanity sort of thing yeah again like i said like her clothes barely fit on her like she doesn't care she yeah she's wearing those for our benefit to yeah. keep people from freaking out she doesn't care about them. and I, this was a, a weirdly out of character thing 
I guess I get it. I get why he did it. But like everybody's blown up. Like, yo, man, you were just fucking somebody on TV. What are you doing? What are you doing? And he just like, drops his phone. That seems like totally in character, though. Actually, he seems like a kind of guy that only carries a phone because of his daughter. Yeah. And now everybody's yelling at him. So he's like, yeah. What happened to your phone? Why weren't you answering? Oh, I dropped it. Yeah. And then it just escalates from there. He's, uh, I like, I like that he finally destroys the camera later after all the sex and, and murder. Yeah, stabs it with a Bowie knife. But then the, the bad guys go in and, and Regionaire attacks him and he's doing the villain monologue and he's like, we're destined to fight and all this stuff. And, and I love the rebuttal from Frontiers. I mean, he's like, why do bad guys always talk like this? I don't even know who you are, man. <laughs> it was like we've never even crossed paths before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stabs, or kicks him in the face, and then he starts hacking away at the bear, which looks gross. But then we start to see him get way more abstract. Yes. Yeah, it reminded me, yeah, a lot of some Adventure Time shit. I don't know why. Yeah, same. Lance, the Lance, whatever her name is, she gets worthless she blasts, <laughs> she blasts her lance and it's like too much and she puts herself into a coma pretty much well so she blasts it but then he throws the knife at the lance and fucks it up oh i didn't see that yeah yeah so that's why she falls out of the air it like blows up in her hand and then she falls out of the air oh yeah there it is wow i didn't see that i love <laughs> He's like, whatever I am, it's more than you can handle. I love that he's just like, I'm a pro. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm old, I've never seen you guys before. You guys are amateur. (laughs) Yeah. So what's your problem? (laughs) I just like, oh yeah, you're right. It's so it's so nonchalant. Like he killed a guy, but this seems also nonchalant. But how is the club of all clubs back together? got to have some sort of magical properties i wondered about that too now it's like crystallized too yeah and it's just this big fight he's fighting region air but he doesn't seem phased part of me was thinking like this old guy's gonna wake up in a hospital bed and he dreamed this whole thing up (laughs) yeah because now he is like jason Bourne, just beating the shit out of these which it makes sense because they are amateur villains and he is very seasoned but yeah, he's beating the crap out of him. And even this very Adventure Time looking bear at this point. Yeah, it, it seems so. I'm wondering with some of this like abstraction, if it's not like the bear coming apart because the bear is now like more skull than bear. Yeah, the bear's dead. So maybe the bear is kind of rotting and so the more of the creature, Solgoth or whatever, is coming through. I don't know. And it's weird. He's like sticking his thumb in his mouth. Yeah, dude. He like pierces through the side of his mouth. Fucked up. I don't like it. All I can think about was euphoria, man. Mm. (laughs) That's that's all I can think about. With the thumb in the mouth. Yeah, with the thumb in the mouth. I was like, don't do it, man. Don't have sex Mm -hmm. with this dude on the (laughs) the end of this issue. (laughs) He's just getting action. He's spent. Don't you know the refractory period of an old man? <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, uh, the bear comes back up, and he's basically like full on breakdown. 
you insult a god because he did he sliced him up and threw him off the tree and uh regionaire is still calling him bear i have him bear calm yourself there is a so this guy obviously has some kind of regenerative because he got stabbed in the guts he got cut he got all this shit yeah here he is getting impaled again yeah yeah, yeah. he has to have something but again maybe it has something to do with this staff because it is a it's not wooden at first i thought it was at first i thought it was maybe just a, a stylized mishap but this is very crystallized at this point. Mm. Maybe that's giving him his healing powers. I don't know. Well, don't explain yeah. it. I mean, he had a medic up there. He also seems to not up. be getting phased. Like he's slashed across the chest and mm-hmm. he's getting impaled. And he's just like, when did I get so popular? Yeah. Like Wolverine, like Wolverine ask doesn't phase him anymore just to get hurt. Yeah, I kind of. Uh, I thought Wolverine as well. But yeah, but, then we get really abstract, really adventure time. Like this guy is folding in on himself pretty much. Mm-hmm. And very out of character, Regionaire comes in. I don't know. I don't really understand his motive in this. But he takes out what seems to be the core of the god and destroys it. Yeah. And then he just starts dripping down. <laughs> Yeah, giant plops all over the all over the people. I don't know, man. A lot happens very fast. And again, there's got to be more to this staff. Big plops. That's my rap name. Anyway, <laughs> because he did crack the staff earlier in the book. It looks healed where it was cracked, though. Exactly, yeah. and it yeah. doesn't look as wooden as it did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it doesn't have like an open mouth. Yep. So there's got to be more to it. Maybe it's stone now. And like you said, all to, tribes everywhere. He's going to town on him. And uh, I do like their final back and forth. He's like, can you survive this fall? Well, before, so there, basically there's an explosion that's bringing down this tree house. And uh, it's from the, the Lance's Lance. Like her Lance got, oh, yeah. he threw the knife at it. The Lance basically started fucking up the whole time down there i don't think it does it bring the whole tree down though we don't see it i don't think yeah no he's still up on top of the tree and but it's like it looks like it's on fire underneath him so it doesn't mm-hmm. that's just how it ends red yeah. and he's on it but yeah i i was the same way like he's brutal as hell it's like he hammers and fucks up this thing's wing so he can't fly and he's holding on to his leg. He's like, can you? <sighs> he says, can you, su- can you survive the fall? It's like, are you threatening me or what? He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm Is not- this the type of hero you are? He's like, it's not a threat. I'm just asking, man. Yeah. And then he just kind of kicks him off. Kicks the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it gets back on top. And it's like a weird amalgamation of like tree, blood the bear him where he was bashed against the tree like you see the dent there you can see like part of the bear and he says which is a perfect ending to this is that he finally feels like himself yeah even the hammer looks off it does 
There's something like, more to that club than we've been led to believe. That's how it ends, guys. The Frontiersmen five issue series, Image Comics. Apparently, there's going to be a second story arc. It just says end of story arc for issue five. So I'm interested to see what the next one is. What did you think, Sam, overall? Oh, man, overall, I really enjoyed uh, the story. It's it's so odd. It's um, very odd, and I think that's that's kind of our sweet spot, though. Odd is sort of <laughs> odd is sort of our bread and butter. Yeah, it was very odd, but um, overall, man, it's a good. It was a cool story. I like I like all the characters involved. Uh, it was a nice va va voom issue right in the middle there or right in number four caught me with the left hook for sure i was like whoa did not expect that yeah i mean every every issue has had that kind of thing though you know trey foil comes in and he's just like a fight to the death and yeah again like you said, he's sort of captain america corrupted and then he gets like murdered on live the, tv the worst parts of america where captain yeah. america is like the best parts of america trey foil is like the worst parts of america yeah yeah um and then he gets murdered on live tv yeah 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 yeah. and then he has sex on live it's like right after yeah sex with this chick on live tv then he fights all three of these guys on live with, a, TV. with a known super villain on live tv everybody knows yeah she's yeah a super villain yeah in one of the news reports you see her with like the plaque yeah. with the number as if who could hold her i mean yeah what prison is she in? <laughs> um i'm with you man getting dropped i didn't know i just knew that i loved the character design from the cover and then getting dropped in and just seeing how how well i responded to the characters that were only in the issues for split seconds um and how well the story threaded together this history that without threading together this history i didn't read every single um encyclopedia excerpt but when i did it added just a whole nother layer to the story uh, yeah. it was in, is incredible it's an incredible way to add a background without having to do tie-in issues or a previous prelude or anything like that um did a really good job at making me care about these characters that i don't even know anything about like bren didn't even care. Didn't even know anything about her. She pops up in an issue. She leaves in the next issue. But you definitely felt the relationship with her and Ethan. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think about art? I really enjoyed the art style uh, overall. There were some um, very few like panels or pages that I didn't dig. And I, I feel like it had art the same art artist excuse me the same artist through the whole thing um yeah there there was, was, i feel like that there had to be a different artist for that fourth issue there's some the way the look, way they put the details into bren didn't carry over like you said until the next issue not no. saying it was bad i'm just saying they they put a lot of work into those specific pages like I said, they were on a deadline with that. <laughs> yeah. Issue um, any problems that I really have with the art uh, has to do with the detail of the scan that we got. 
so there would, there would be like out of focus colors and lines and some things that I couldn't just I, for some reason I couldn't get over, but I could tell that it was a scanning issue rather than an actual printing issue. I hope. Um, other than that, it was about eighty seven percent consistent as far as the the art style. There were a few panels and pages where they relied too heavy on the dots for the eyes which yeah. I don't mind, but sometimes it was like a, a bit too much. The, the inconsistency with Frontiersman's eyes, sometimes they were his eyes, sometimes they were black silhouettes with dots, sometimes they were just dots. Um, tiny, that was a tiny, tiny complaint. Doesn't affect my overall thought of anything. And those are just things that I noticed. I really enjoyed the style overall. Like Oh, for if, sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. It reminds me I'm not even trying to butcher anybody's names. It reminds me of another artist's style, um, but way more crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it a lot. I didn't expect to, especially going to issue two, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. This could go one, you know, this could be very convoluted, but it, it wasn't. I'm interested to see what happens in the next volume. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, because it definitely, like, going into issue two on this, it definitely seemed like it was going to be just, like, a normal-ass old man story, I guess. I yeah, don't know. same. Um, but, yeah, got same. intense. Like, old retired hero, but then it just, like, took this whole... It was a mix between retired hero, but, like, old man last ride. Like, old man getting in his his old high school hot rod and just like really feeling himself one last time because he did, he had way more, he was doubting himself in issue one. And then he even said, I don't fight anymore. I'm old. I can't fight anymore. And then the last issue, he's just like talking shit and kicking people into get open flames and stuff. <laughs> and just and having sex three times in a row on live TV. Like it just went from this, this old man last ride sort of situation. And, and I, just appreciated that it was these it was a multi-layered story mm-hmm. yeah let's review this damn thing really um pull it up i, I have that so i need to just keep it right here yeah it's it stays right next to my computer tower <clears throat> you'll have to go first while i uh try to find this um i'm going to give i don't know i I really enjoyed it, but I'm going to take some points off because I didn't understand what was happening in issue three. Yeah. So I'm going to give it an F2. Um, I feel if, by the way, this is on our Patreon. We haven't talked about where you can get the scale. Our, our our judging review scale toast scale is on our patreon uh i mean i'm, I'm not on patreon on our discord on our discord yeah in the faq yeah, yeah. section yeah 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 because I, I would be on i would be we'll talk about it later i was gonna say if you sign up for patreon we'll send you one because it can't be that can't be that expensive to send to buy, huh? no no it, it's not expensive but anyway uh find this on our discord it's inconsequential anyway i give yeah, it an that's f2 what I feel. F2. F2. It's mostly, mostly toasted. It's a, it's a good, very close to perfect, in my opinion. Um, issue, issue three, 
was a little confusing as far as like the background of Trey Foyle. Like it was, that was, I didn't understand everything. It was, was a rust. It was a rust deep. Like it, they, I knew they were trying to go for like a deep impact, like him being around for all these years. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I get what they, yeah, I'm with you. I get that they were like, what they were trying to say with this character yeah. because that this this has been kind of political from issue one on there has been like little political nuggets as far as uh american like thoughts and ideals in 2019 again when this takes place uh, yeah it was really hot because they talk about obama and then they say the current president yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so anyway that's that's mine. It's near perfect in my opinion. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it a uh, an E three for similar reasons. Uh, I liked it a lot. Could read it. I think I would. Li- I think I would appreciate it more if I didn't have those jarring. Uh, the advanced copy we got didn't put the spread pages together it, yeah. it just broke it up in the, in the individual pages and the way we downloaded it we would have to piece it together ourselves so reading that making it a little more jarring um and again it's not really a fault of the book i loved the story this is i think it's a very good score i don't really have any complaints uh, so yeah yeah Bryn, Bryn up Bryn made up for a lot yeah, I think I just like Brent so much that this book is a positive. I mean, that first image of her was fucking the perfect image. Yeah, best yeah, art yeah. in the entire book. Yeah, that page. Oh yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but obviously yeah, we need to read it. a big Barda book in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it, guys. Um, Simon, where can the people find you? Uh, I'm Syme underscore on underscore toast on I've changed my name on TikTok and on Instagram. So you can find Uniform. me there. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, make it a little easier to find me. So you can find me pretty much Syme underscore on underscore toast on almost everything. So that's me. I like it. Uh, Wednesday poll everywhere can, is all our other stuff. I don't do anything but hang out on that. So everywhere else. Find us there. We also just started a new show on our Patreon where we do sort of a deep dive in um, longer form books, omnibus, story arcs, I guess you can call it. And it is called The Wednesday Poll List Thick Cut, two C's. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Can't wait to make that a shirt. <laughs> Sick. Um but yeah, we're we're excited about that. It's gonna be it's gonna be your your bigger arcs. You're on your not your five, not your five uh, issue, eight issue as we've yeah. done in the past. Not uh, your volume ones, but the entire entire thing. So um definitely it's a read along. I need to start I need to yeah, start promoting it. It's a read along. You download DC Universe Infinite or whatever it's called now, Marvel, um, whatever their app's called i'm pretty sure we'll we'll try to stick to those two that way people can oh. can read along with something that we're doing so download those um and read along with us it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun we think i don't know i mean it is i think it'll, yeah. be, it'll be more fun when people are reading along and commenting and we can sort of have a discussion on it so 
yeah hopefully the snowballs into something because i i, I really like the idea so check out also, our patreon yeah 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 check out our patreon because that's the thing it's like me and like spend like three four hours out of every saturday recording yeah. this that's a lot of time that we spend uh for our enjoyment your enjoyment like we we yeah. really love the podcast but you got to make it work on worth our while i'm just kidding <laughs> but or like, else yeah no the more the more uh people that join the patreon it's like five dollars three dollars i don't know what it is it's three dollars um, for um three dollars and then i'm gonna explain it real quick we have a few minutes left we're circling and drain but three dollars is just the support tier you don't get anything extra besides like the free stuff we put on there because i'm telling you right now the the amount of random shit i spend three dollars on is nothing that's a cup of coffee it's less than a cup of coffee at some point every month that is one yeah exactly yeah that is true that's less than like a nice like a, a mixed cup of coffee not just so a that's just like cup of joe you, you're not getting a good cup of coffee and supporting some some friends of yours which a lot of our friends do i cannot thank you enough yeah uh, yeah really we appreciate it but we appreciate you not checking your subscriptions every month yeah for just real don't ever that, do that letting that please auto don't draft ever, please don't ever do that because it definitely paid for the website which whew, i don't i would not want to pay for that out of pocket um but five dollars is the tier that gets you everything we had a bunch of other tiers but it just it was a lot of work for like one or two people so we just made the five dollars here you get everything uh, as far as like extra shows and then mm-hmm. every now and then once we get the ball rolling we'll do like some giveaways um but that's you know once we actually get the ball rolling so five dollars again less than a meal at mcdonald's less than a lot of dumb <laughs> shit that you buy I, again and this isn't weekly this is monthly this is skip, monthly skip the nuggets once a yeah. month i even told i even made it sense to somebody i was like listen man you're you want us to read and review comic books three dollars doesn't even buy one comic book <laughs> so oh, like, damn that's good yeah so three dollars a month you're basically let's just say you buy one comic book a month for us we give you all these extra shows or reviews interactions we want to do live we have a lot of stuff planned check out the patreon we would love to have you guys yeah the more the more people that are on our patreon the more um for lack of a better phrase it's worth our time to work on these other shows you know like yeah and the and the patreon is 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 the real i want to i want to say access to us like we're important but like that's it like that's our community engagement i am on twitter a lot but like this is the real engagement like if people want to request things that's where we pull it from people want to ask questions that's where we go to first i mean that's where everything is pulled from so uh yeah thank you if you've been on patreon yeah and an official it'll get broadcasted since people talk to us on discord and twitter but it's like hey but you're not you're not getting, yeah. you're not going to get a show out of it. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to you. If you, have, if you give me an idea in Discord, I'd be like, "Oh, that's great. Thanks for talking, but I'm not going to use it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. We really appreciate it. <laughs> you get the yada 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 answers. Just kidding. As you, as you can tell, we're circling the drain, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> I wanted to wait till you were drinking to see what you did. <laughs>